All right, as a quick refresher, it is currently the 24th of February of the year 763 of the Third Era. You guys have recently departed the lake house west of Hartenshen and are now bound on the road south toward Fuchdorf Castle. I believe the intent is that you're heading there to confront Glarv and defeat your enemy once and for all. Is that correct? Yep. That is correct. I'll beat that guy shit in so hard, but I'm going to try to talk to him first. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm a bard, guys. <laughs> All right. So, as you are traveling to the south, you are all riding in your carriage, as you normally yes. typically do. Me and Vera are always in the front, as usual. Uh, I think last time, while we were waiting for other conversations to happen, me and Kyle decided that Soul is almost always dancing while driving, and <laughs> Vera kind of moves away, but it looks like she's dancing along with how she's moving away from Soul. <laughs> like, this is like, like waving back and forth, but it's just because... Soul's getting close to Vera, so Vera has to get away, so it looks like she's going with the rhythm of it. Oh, that's excellent. Petravian uh, is, I'm guessing... Riding I'm, Chisel? Yes. His yep. Elk? Yep. Trusty Elk Mount. My trusty, faithful Elk. So your group is traveling south along the road, and I'd like everyone to make a perception check. Ooh, I'm so good at this. That is a 23 for Vera. That is an 8 for Petravian, and a Ooh. 14 for Chisel. Nat one, I got a 17. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it. In that case, uh, Vera, in the distance, you see a traveler on the road. A lone traveler on the road, traveling the opposite direction toward you. Well, oh well. You're not going to tell Sol? Exactly. <laughs> you bitch. Every time. Every time, Vera. <laughs> the figure waves excitedly in the distance. This one, this one looks a little sketchy over there. Oh god, is this a grow thing again? Does anyone have any fiancés that they need to tell me about? <laughs> nope. No? Okay, awesome. Didn't what expect you, you thoughts, to... Though? Oh, Levette, no, please not this well, time. Well, hold on, maybe. <laughs> Farah, we don't know who this is. Oh god, guys! What kind of person just starts waving at someone on the road? What kind of person someone's just shoots... Yes, someone's waving, apparently. But what kind of... You know what, I'm not gonna say it again. I've already said this before. And so corrupt... In the carriage. Uh, there is a small window I believe for some... the front. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a slot in the front. In front. Yeah, there's doors in the sides. And there's there's little windows on the sides as well. On either so side of the doors. Mm -hmm. Whichever side would be the easiest for me to see through. I'm, I am going to pull on my crossbow but so I can look down the scope. All right. Petravian is going to uh, move in front of the carriage. The figure seems very excited that this elk is... I think our rock man presence. is trying to commit suicide. Hmm. So, so I mean... At least whoever that is has to go through him first. That's true. And the less amount of damage to my carriage, the better. All right. As the traveler approaches, I'll go ahead and slap them on the map there. Slap. You see the following figure. Alex, would you mind describing yourself? And your character, rather. Oh, boy. Where do I begin? So, before you, you see a sort of androgynous satyr. He has the lower body of a goat, which is gray with white highlights. He has, he's about five foot eight tall. He's got blonde hair, blue eyes, Caucasian skin with freckles. He's wearing a mustard yellow padded jacket. He has a couple pouches at his side and a intricate crossbow slung across his chest. And he's waving. Oh, it's, it's, I guess it's a goat. Vera! What? We've seen a satyr before. Yeah, but... I mean, notably they were trying to kill us last time, but... I, I know. You can't just call them a goat. Wait, why? It's kind of racist. I mean, it's, it's what they are, kind of, right? Only half. It's like 
If we called makes a lot of noise a horse, wouldn't that be rude? Vera makes a kind of uh, kind of face like maybe. Vera, Vera, that is rude. Vera, oh. that's racist. Okay. You sound like you don't believe me. I mean, Vera kind of is a horse. Vera, right? oh my god, we are talking Petravian's about this gonna... later. Petravian's going to ride forward. Do I still see... Have I gotten to the point where I see weapons being... Are there any weapons pointed at me? You see a crossbow being pointed at you. Oh, no. Poking out the window. It's a shiny out of the window. No, I I figure I'm looking through a window. All right. Well, in that case, uh, can I get a perception check from Nessa, please? I would love to. Uh, Give Uh, me a moment. uh Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, guys. There we go. Nessa gets a 22 for perception. Okay, 22. Nice. You notice a few things. You notice an Oread riding an elk riding up to you. The Oread himself is about, what, seven feet tall? Yep, seven one. On on an elk that's also massive. Behind this Oread is a carriage. Upon it sits an elf and a human. Beyond them is a slotted door window that views back into the carriage, and out of it you can see a crossbow sticking out. I don't have any hard feelings. I feel like that's the smart thing to do, but I do kind of keep my eyes trained on the crossbow. Petravian. I'm guessing he notices your utter exuberance to meet us. Yeah, he's waving happily. Wonderful. <clears throat> Greeting, traveler. Hi. I, I continue waving. I kind of come up and I try and stretch my hand up really, really tall. Hopefully that it can reach up to you for handshake. Of course. Petravian reaches down and heartily uh, gives a handshake. I say, nice to meet you. I'm Nessa. Greetings, Nessa. I'm Petravian. You seem to be rather excited to see us. Well, it's been a, a little while since I've seen anyone else out on the road. Really? How long? Uh, about a day or two. I'm used to seeing dozens of people every hour, so life on the road is just an interesting, uh, different side of it. Oh, welcome to the road, I guess. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Where about are you heading? I was sort of just heading northwards toward Ville. Wonderful area. We are headed towards Bushdorf Castle, I don't know if you know of it. It sounds just as good as any other place. Mind if I join you? Yo, Petrie! Is it gonna kill us? Hello? No! No! I wave He's back. screaming no! <laughs> is he getting hurt? No. Levette. Levette, shoot! Alright, Levette, I'm gonna need an attack I'm roll. A, I'm trying to get my sheet over here. here oh my god, why? <laughs> Alright, uh, let's see. That's a 14 and a 13 adjusted. Uh... Nessa, two crossbow bolts oh, yeah. fly out. Levette, you fire two crossbow bolts, and these come whizzing past, and they end up landing. They fall both a little bit short, and they stick in the dirt sort of about three or four feet in front of your hooves. Hmm. I think you need uh, to adjust it more. Uh, the little one says you need to adjust it more, but he doesn't seem upset, so maybe he he's not. Me? I think that it might be dragging Piece a little bit shit. to the left. <laughs> Wait, Levette! <laughs> All right. uh, okay, Levette, I'm going to need you to make another attack. Uh, this one at your plus four bonus. Uh, so just roll the plus four bonus again, because you rolled a nat one. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So we need you to see if you can confirm your critical miss. Uh, all right, yeah, that does confirm. Okay. <laughs> Shoots Vera in the back of the head. Jesus Christ, it's happening again. All right, let's see here. Um gonna say i've been in this group for about 30 seconds and i've already sown utter chaos <laughs> at a weird time in our lives yeah. it, this is We're definitely a weird time the critical miss is called spilled ammo the ammunition cartridge 
on your heavy repeating crossbow basically pops out and it ejects on its own and spills all of the bolts uh, on the floor of the carriage. Hooray! It's like that that, card game where it it sprays out all the card player playing Mm -hmm. cards. Yeah, basically. A whole magazine of bolts just spit out on the floor. Nessa starts to get a little indignant at this point and he kind of says, he's like, if you try that again, I'm going to keep these bolts. Can I try to get the cart closer or... Sure. Did you stop the card or not? No, but okay. well, in that I case, don't want to just... move everyone. No, I got you. In that case, uh, we'll move the cart forward to reflect the fact that the cart's been moving. Atravian has moved forward towards Nessa and has turned sideways, guarding the the satyr, just kind of glaring at the cart, just like, the fuck? How quickly we switch sides. Well, Nessa is I... picking up the crossbow bolts. He's like, you know, I can always use more of these, so... Petravian, I would say this is normal for us, but you really weren't with us when Levette shot my fiancé, so... It's normal she for us? She shot Grow? Yeah. Is this like a uh... village thing? That you just shoot people, friendly None people? of us are from Ville, other than, like, Vera, I think. It's hard to How... tell. You're, you're so far away. What is going on right now? Just... Everyone, just let me talk! Okay. <sighs> Vera, sometimes people wave because they're trying to be friendly. Person, I'm really, really sorry. You were waving and you made us panic. We heard Petravian screaming, no, no. So we thought we were <laughs> killing him. So... He ponders on it for a second and he says, seems fair. And I, I hand the crossbow bolts back. I put them on the lip of the cart. I shoot someone once again. Uh, technically, no. You didn't shoot anyone, technically. Did you get hurt, sweetheart? No. It's kind of like a freebie. And I say, I hold out a hand, I say, I'm Nessa. Nice to meet you, Nessie. My name's Soul. This is Vera. She's my best friend. Vera, say hello to the nice new satyr. Hello, satyr. Oh, okay. He just said his name was Nessa. Nessa. Yes. Hello. (laughs) She's a little social doctor. (laughs) No. Just, it's like an expression of not caring. Just completely apathetic. Mm -hmm. Uh, guys, you want to spill out of the cart and meet our, um, new acquaintance that happens to be on the road, so we have to stop? <laughs> they really should make these roads larger. Uh, the I door agree. to the carriage... We almost ran into people before. The door to the carriage pops open and Karis and Burr both step out. Is one of them holding a crossbow? No, neither of them are holding crossbows. Okay. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I like you. You know, girl probably wouldn't have even been shot if the roads were larger here. That's true, because we would have just kept going. Yeah. Hmm. So really, this is Bill's... Yeah, it's not my fault. I I mean, yeah. I I would blame Bill. Yeah. But... Well, when I get to Bill, I'll give him peace of my mind. Sweetheart, you are in Bill. Oh. Make a knowledge geography check if you have it. Otherwise, I'll take knowledge local. I shall. 26. He got a 26 on his geography. You guys are roughly where I just circled on the map here. On the western edge of Ville, on the road heading up toward City of Hartenshen. So yeah, you are in Ville. You're on the western side of the country, but you're still in the country. I heard that you were going to a fancy castle. Uh, Petravian, might I have a word? I said the direction. He guides Chisel over to over behind. Just a moment, sweetheart. I'm gonna go talk to our tall person over there. Goodbye. And Sol just jumps off the carriage and just does a quick jog over to Petravian. Why are you just telling people where we're going? Hmm? It would seem rude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And are you aware that sometimes people pretend to be good people and then, like, try to backstab us? He ponders on this question. <laughs> Is this whole conversation <clears throat> earshot? Oh, probably for you, yes. Okay. 
Soul's never really that quiet, let's be honest, guys. Coincidentally, as they say that, they look over at Nessa, and he's, like, running his thumb, testing the sharpness of one of the bolts they picked up on the, off the ground. It could be interpreted as uh, <laughs> ill will. Sass. <laughs> Sass, indeed. <sighs> Petravian. Yes. Don't, don't just... Yes. Me. We are about to go and face one of our larger enemies, and you're going over here trying to have daycare. Meanwhile, daycare. Vera's going to say to Nessa, yeah, it's not really the best castle. I mean, it looks good, but there's like a demon or something in it, so. (laughs) (laughs) See, that makes it even more interesting. I mean, that's why we're going, trying to get rid of it. Oh, well, we're going Would you like to help? talk to no, him no, for... No, 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 Sweetheart, please, you are doing your thing, and um, I literally have just met you, and it... we might be going into a situation where we might die, so I, I don't really want to put you in Well, that. I feel like you might be in greater danger with your crossbowmen not being able to hit a simple target at 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you could use my help. I'm going to I'm... use my spell version of Summon Eidolon to just pull Archie out. You roll the canister out, and you, you know, press the couple of buttons on your, your control device, and overdrive. this uh, just cranks itself out and appears right next to you, Nessa. Oh boy, how tall is it? Because Nessa's kind of short. 13 feet tall. Okay, so over double. It, it cranes its massive head down and looks at you. I say, can he shoot a crossbow? And it says the following. I have 30 seconds to comply? <laughs> what did Archie actually say for the people who can speak COG? Oh, that was strange. Hello, I am Archivald. Are you a new friend? Petravian hears all this and uh, mutters to himself, I really like this kid. <laughs> Yeah, and you really liked Karis, so... You held him. We don't really need a crossbowman. And I say, ah, I'm no crossbowman either. He takes a smoke pellet and he throws it on the ground, and you think he might have disappeared, but he's still there. There's, I what think... What is happening right now? Everyone's just standing there, just blinking and staring. Yeah. See, I could have disappeared, but this... I didn't. Yeah, why didn't you? Like... You have been able to close up by disappearing? Yeah. I mean, I could have disappeared too. Yeah, we all we all could have just disappeared like them. Well, then I can just shove you in like the chest in the carriage, and you'll oh, you're disappeared. There's not enough space in there. There's there's too many dead bodies here, right? Um. I, I'd prefer not to sit in the chest of the cart. Is it dead bodies, play? No, that doesn't make it better. He's not freaking out about the dead body part, guys. Is that a good thing? I don't well, know. Well, if I may ask, are you going so that you can just develop the election for something so that you could be slowing everything away for? I'm going nowhere but adventure. I have nothing better to do. Aw, he sounds like me when I first left home. Yeah, so that's kind of what has me worried. Hey! I can no, hear you. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's gone. It's not so easy like it sounds like. So, Nessa, this very large, like, 14-foot-tall automaton is craned down looking at you, and it's just chirping and chattering toward you. I kind of shrug my shoulders up at him. I'm just like, what? Is this you can do? Is this what you want? And I was holding one of the crossbow bolts, so I kind of, like, hold it up. I'm like, is this it? Oh. You like these? It tilts uh, its head to the side and continues looking at you. I lean over and I touch Archie with tongues so that everyone can understand him. Listen, I'm not opposed <clears throat> to having another person coming here, but 
First of all, if you stab us in the back, I swear on the god, you'll regret it, right? That's true. Hers does not take any chances. Okay, so now with tongues cast, uh, the next time he chatters, it sounds like this. Hello, I am Archibald. Who are you? Ooh, cool. Hi, I'm Nessa. And I try and I hold up a hand towards his big hand. Hello, Nessa. The being reaches down and sort of grasps your entire forearm <laughs> with its Just enormous hand and, and shakes it up and down in a, in a gesture as close to a handshake as it can do with its hands the size it has. I look to Varen. I'm like, he's, he's got a really good grip. That is one of his better qualities. Off. Yeah, he's really good at destroying things. So. Try and stay on his good side. Thank and you. As for, the, as for the stabbing in the back part, I think that... You don't have to worry about that. Uh, you know, you kind of shot at me first. I, I did not anything. Yeah, Levette did. It doesn't prove anything. We, <laughs> we were doing self-defense. We were, in, we were not a known factor. We thought of thunder in danger, and it's dangerous times. He holds up his hands. Just saying. Uh, it's, it's just, you're the one who's looking for adventure. What's more adventurous than a demon-filled castle? Wait, what's, I mean, if, if the copy boats headed your way, it's going to get you up in the tizzy zone. I don't think you want the tizzy zone. I think he was actually laughing about it. Just saying. I just don't see why I would not be laughing at me. Is that upset? <laughs> oh, Levette. So how comfortably can you sit in a cart? Um, not to be rude, but we've never really hosted anyone who uh, doesn't have just kneecaps Legs. that go forward. I think I can sit. I think I've got that down. Of course you can sit. Nailed that down a couple dozen years ago. Mm-hmm. Dozen? Well, maybe not. How old are you? Oh, 20. Oh, So okay. I guess that was a bit of an exaggeration. I'm fine walking. I like walking. Look, it'll be faster if you sit in the cart, per se, but... Petravian raises his hand. I'm fairly certain Chisel could accommodate a second rider. Uh, I'll take the cart. Something seems kind of weird about riding another animal. <laughs> wow, Petravian. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, Soul's an asshole. <laughs> <sighs> I can sit on top of the cart. Question, though, out of character. Mm-hmm. When the cart was approaching, were they going at, like, the kind of trundling pace that one might expect of a cart? Or were they, like, moving at speed they were moving at a pretty fair pace the horses can pull the cart fairly quickly but the carriage itself has enough space to comfortably sit uh, at least four medium creatures and at current there's only three medium creatures that ride in it so there is a there's a bench seat typically the one that levette sits in that's uh, otherwise unoccupied but also archibald is going to continue talking oh boy he's he's a talker i like this guy are you a satyr I am. I look up at him. I say, I got the hooves. I do a little jig with my feet. I spin around and I say, I got my tail. And I'm very horny. And he points at his horns and he chuckles. (laughs) (laughs) The automaton doesn't seem to get the joke. (laughs) Are you from Wittingen? No, I don't know. Not familiar, actually. I'm from Magdoral. I do not know where that is. Can I make a roll? Please. Yeah, yeah, you can make a roll to see if you know where Magdoral is, or if you've heard of it before. Would that be... Knowledge geography. Knowledge. Geography. That's a good old eight! (laughs) Nah. You may have have heard of it in passing, but you don't know where it is. It wasn't an interesting portion of my books that I used to read. No, definitely not. (laughs) Magdoral is a predominantly dwarven city down in the middle of the Iron Mountains, and there's a lot of Sejanites 
there, and that's where I got this lovely scarf. Wait, what's a satyr doing in a dwarven city? Yeah. You are wearing clothes. <laughs> this is true. Archie, we are, it, we are talking. It would be frowned upon if I didn't. Archie puts his head down in sadness. <laughs> oh. Um, sorry. The only satyrs we've ever met tried to kill us and also didn't wear clothing. Oh, but they're, they're doing well now. Yeah. I've never met another satyr. Never? Nope. We can politely told some that would be a safe destination so where we're going. And, you know, pretty adventurous, dude. Uh, uh, I like the castle, though. Don't mention us. Why? I don't think it would be a good time to have. loves us. I just sent her a letter. You sound clear that you don't? Yeah, I, I sent her one of my earrings to be buried with Marcus, because she promised me she would bury Marcus in the fairy circle. Why do you sound not good? What sound good? Uh, I think when we first met. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Like, uh, Wittengen. Um, wait, I mean, you might know better than I do. I just, it seemed kind of a sell out. She said something maybe in passing about wanting to have us again. I'm sorry, what? What? She, she kind of said to me. Why would she do that? I literally had just hugged her, went outside, Petrie appeared, and then I came back in. I don't, she never told me to not come back. When, what did you do? I, I just talked to her about it. What did you say? I don't actually remember. Anyways. Listen, it was a rough day for all of us, right? Most of us. And Sol looks at P- Petravian for a second. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Nessie. Nessa's, Nessa's eyes have completely glazed over at this point. Like, he's totally zoned out. The conversation's just lost his attention. And he's just, like, staring off into the distance. Nessie. Uh, hello? Yes? Oh, hello. There you are. <laughs> um, we do have room for people, but I'm just going to tell you this again. You might die if you go to this place with us. If you're fine with... Fighting with a bunch of strangers. Just that being the last thing you do? I've heard this speech plenty of times before. Really? Really? Of... Yes. No. What is your day job? Scout? Oh, we're also not paying. That's yeah. true, we don't pay. We don't pay. This is just a testament. It's fine. Also, people pay us, but, you know. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's fine. Really? Not in it for the money. Well, sort of. Soul just gets up really close to Nessie. And Sol is six feet tall, so... I look up, like, four inches at you. And this is as close to, like, chest-to-chest kind of area. And Sol just kind of cranes over. They're trying to look big currently. Well, it's working, but Nessa doesn't seem particularly intimidated. Hmm. He's not looking defiantly. He's just kind of got this mood of just, like, sort of nonchalance. I mean, we took on a new member recently, so it's not exactly like we have a policy (laughs) against that. This is true. Just a second, guys. Sol leans down close to Nessa's ear. Nessa, listen to me. If you do betray us, I will find a dragon. Yes, I have a friend who's a dragon. And I will order him to eat you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't speak loudly. I've heard this speech before, too. Interesting. All right. Yes. And Sol leans back. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> as I was saying, so we already took on a new member, and I think we'll probably let you battle for one time. What? You don't like Burr? I love Burr. Oh, no, no, I don't mean... I guess we did... Well, well I thought it was kind of a... Uh, what? Like, no, so he's far. totally part of our party. <laughs> the 
corpse that was mentioned earlier? No, we just oh, have no, corpses no. in our cart. Yeah. As you were talking about being friends with the dragon, Burr has walked up behind you. You get the sense that even though you were semi-whispering, he still was able to hear you perfectly. So his sense of hearing must be ridiculous. But he walks up behind you and he very calmly says, Sol, could I have a word with you at some point? Uh, yeah, right now? He shrugs. Oh, uh, okay, uh, you two. And Sol points to Levette and Vera. He might be okay, just, I don't know, give him an interview. <laughs> like a training manual? Soul walks away with Burr. What does Burr look like? He's got the smolder. Yeah, it's a smolder and a half. Mm. Mm. So he looks like a pale, emo-y kind of like <laughs> sullen expression on the guy, right? He oh he looks God. like your your typical kind of Yeah, he does look like Edward oh Cullen a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Oh, he... Holy hell you're right. <clears throat> yeah. Just put your hand over the hair. Wow, yeah. Uh, Nessa's just tracking him with his eyes. Oh. Like, oh. Oh, my. Oh! <laughs> oh I, I lean over to Archibald, and I'm like, I whisper, I'm like, is he single? That is unknown. <laughs> he has just recently began traveling with us. While Archie is out and Petra can actually understand him, he's going to lean over and say, I am deeply sorry about earlier, Archibald. For what? I would never want you to disobey your master. I never would. Oh, shit. Good... He really is such a good boy. You are a good friend. You are very small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna realize this, Nessa. Not too many people like Petra. Actually, nobody likes Petra. No. <laughs> it's not true. Chisel tolerate Petra. Yeah, I mean, Nessa is sort of picking up on some of these things, but keeping it to himself. Alright, so over away from the rest of the group, Burr has pulled Soul a little bit away, and says, Soul. Yes, Burr. I know I just recently started traveling with you and your group. Yeah. I would appreciate it if you kept my identity uh, a bit of a secret. What? I could have been talking about Zell. And also... What? I'm not your attack dog. Look, it's just a threat. Do you actually think I would actually do that? I mean, he shrugs. I probably would eat him. If it came down to it. Burr, I'm not going to ask you to eat him. I might. Burr. What? I mean, that's your choice, but no, I don't actually seriously want to command you in any way. I hope you understand that. We're friends, okay? He's going to make a, a skill check here. Oh, okay. Undetermined nature. He scans your face as you're speaking. This is all very new to me. Look, we talked to each other the other evening. I said friends do each other favors. I'm not expecting you to do this favor. I was just making an empty threat. Just trust me, okay? I wouldn't have helped you out with Kyrus otherwise. I, I understand. And Sol holds out their hand and smiles. He does his best to imitate the, the gesture of shaking hands. You're getting a little better since last time. Proud of you. Is he getting a little better? No. It's still no. the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, it's an approximation. It's the best he can he can do. He's getting slightly better at this, but he's honestly still not even really used to this body in yeah. general. He rarely used it. Like Edgar in Men in Black, is he kind of just like, sort of his movements are a little choppy? That would be as if he was wearing a skin suit, and it's not quite like that. It's more like he's just not used to having a bipedal form at all. Have I noticed, like, have his movements seemed sort of choppy? Sort Make of, a perception you know, check. 
ungraceful. Perception. I get a 23. Yeah, you notice that his movements are unusually stiff. That's how I put it. He's unusually stiff. So he's loosening up. Very well, Soul. I, I will do you a favor in exchange for how you've helped me. So if you need me to eat him, I will. No, let's... Let's just put that conversation on hold about the whole favor thing. Like You are correct, and you have reminded me of that. Oh, God. He turns and walks back over to the group. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, you, Nessa, you can just get into the cart, all right? Oh, okay, well. Uh, and I look over at what's-his-name, and I wink, and I say, I guess we'll talk later. Soul and just I, looks terrified over I, off by the cart. I sort of just walk jauntily over to the cart. Uh, as you say that to Burr, you get the sense that he peers deeply into your soul. This being <laughs> looks at you, and you get the sense that he has sort of tried to size you up entirely. He's basically like weighed you in his brain. But this seems different than when other people do it, I'm guessing. He's very... You get the sense that he's very calculating and thorough in his thinking. So he has probably just considered you from every aspect all at once. Wow. All right. He turns, walks back over to another person who hasn't spoke to you yet. (laughs) Soul's going to awkwardly walk back to that group as well. Can I interact with one of these horses? Yeah. There are four horses in front of the cart. I greet every one of them. They look at you like a horse looks at a person. (laughs) (laughs) Finally acceptance. Alright guys, let's get going. We don't have much time. Let's kick this guy's ass. Uh, not not the new guy's ass, but... The... <laughs> Maybe boys. We'll see how things go. Yeah, I'm not seeing much ass kicking from you yet, though. You missed four times. Uh, Nessie, just... Yeah. The yes. adults are talking. Okay? Fair. This all kind of giggles to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I called myself an adult. I <laughs> <laughs> pout. Archie's going to look at you and say... But you are practically an adult. Oh, Archie, I love you so much. Seaber, some people appreciate me. <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Bird doesn't even answer. He just walks into the cart. Okay. Oh, oh. God, I'm doing great. He opens the door on the on the other side of the cart and looks in and sees that Nessa has taken what? the spot that he likes to sit in. <laughs> he sits across from you. This other person who has yet to speak to you sits next to Burr. So I'm going to roll up Archie, and I guess I have to take the seat next to Nessa. Mm-hmm. So far, post us getting this carriage, Levette's never really sat next to anyone in it except Karis. So just that, it makes her uncomfortable. It's like being on the bus with like, some rando. Where you have yeah, to sit exactly. with someone because it's completely full for once. So I'm sitting next to someone who shot at me four times. A person <laughs> who gives me a sense of dread, even though they're gorgeous. And then, like, another person. So I feel like that scene where Captain America is stuck in the elevator with all those guys and he knows a fight is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. So this other person that hasn't spoken to you yet sort of is looking you up and down. Hi. Hi. I'm Nessa. I'm Karis. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. So, uh, I'm going to speak Sylvan and say this. So if you have uh, met any uh, Bond like you, do you still speak Sylvan? Nessa gives you a blank expression. I didn't catch that, huh? Oh, boys, this is going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Levette can, like, work this. <laughs> It's a nice sound of language. Can we assume the cart is moving? Yeah, that's fine. You move the horses forward and begin traveling again. So, Nessa, 
You just travel around? Not necessarily. I'm mainly grown up in the Iron Mountains, but it's time for a change. Well, I don't really know if running into the belly of the beast, which has a considerable belly, is a good idea. If you know the change you're looking for. I've heard a hundred dwarven sergeants say belly of the beast, and I've come through on top every time. This thing is kind of more literal than that. <laughs> That's true. That's actually fairly clever. Good one, Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that, because the accent. Oh, boy. Going through this again. Um, what, 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 what languages do you speak? Do you speak Elvan? No. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I know Sylvan. I guess it's just in my blood. So, is there anybody in this party that doesn't know Sylvan? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about Petravian. Petravian does. So we're talking Sylvan then. Gosh, I think, yeah, I think the entire party speaks Sylvan. Good job, yeah, right, guys. Cool, then. Yeah, well, after that fucking there. bullshit, I was like, no, none of <laughs> this gonna... anymore ever again. And then it never came up again. I was thinking well, it came up today. earlier you were showing all the different languages. I was thinking it's like, well, there's the language of this continent, this one, this one, this one. It's like, and then there's hero language, the language that all heroes speak. <laughs> the, all, all player characters speak the same language. Yes. That doesn't exist. <laughs> it's like Star Trek. So we have what? like three cross-party languages, and they're all kind of weird, because we've got Elven, Sylvan, and Villish. Mm-hmm. And most of everyone knows almost all of those, but Sylvan now is the one that everyone knows. That has grown to the top? That's weird. Yeah, that is the top now. That is the language that everyone in the party can speak. So so I'm the only one who can speak Dwarven? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait. I can speak Dwarven. I just kind of forgot about it because I was really excited about Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> The language I, of my people. I can actually speak Dwarven. I completely forgot. Goblin was definitely Soul's favorite elective. <laughs> it was so easy. Well, I can just see it too, where like you're like, this is gonna be stupid, and then the the like, common Goblin phrases are like blah blah blah, which means eat shit, but la brain. Like, oh my god, this is <laughs> this awesome. is the best. <laughs> so while in the cart, there's this like kind of sense of unease. I try and downplay it. I sort of mask it like that. I kind of just sort of like, I just kind of readjust in my seat and I kind of look back and I kind of like pretend to look like I'm sort of tired, but I'm actually like on high alert. Like my crossbow is positioned within easy reach, but I'm trying to mask it. I've got my second pair of hands on my crossbow, but I'm trying to mask that too. Everyone comfy back there? It's like oh, a yeah, Mexican standoff there. back here. <laughs> hey, bump in the road. Sorry! I will say that that both Burr and Karis look very comfortable back there. They don't seem to be apprehensive at all. They both are quite relaxed. So, Nessa, uh, is it? Yes. You have a uh, family? Well, friends at home, I'm missing it up. I mean, he kind of ponders for a minute. I have a sort of family. What sort of family you mean? Drinking buddies are always family. <laughs> Listen, that's all so interesting, but what do you do? We need to know how we're going to be functioning here. Yeah, are you good at stabbing or magic? What? Kicking? Occasionally, no. Criticism, it seems. You've got very sharp words. Oh my god, guys, let the boy speak. (laughs) Sorry, Nessie. I I, I point over at uh, Lovette and I say, yes. And then I turn back to Vera and Sol, who I guess I'm looking at through the front window past... Uh, you the... wouldn't really be able to see us in the front window very much, but you can I'm definitely hear us. at the slot of sunlight. Yeah. Talk to your butts. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a scout. Like, what kind of scout? I thought we only had scouts. Anything. Mercenary bands, official 
dwarven soldiers, mining operations. I've even just sort of helped people along the road. Have you ever been in a fight before? <laughs> I tap my crossbow. We can't see that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I realized that. Crossbow. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a nice crossbow. That's yeah, great. Not really. What do you do if you want to hide it and you conceal it? I don't really feel like concealing it. A little bit. Make a perception check. Okay. That is a nat 20. So you take a look wow. You take a look at this crossbow that Nessa is currently holding. Mm-hmm. Its craftsmanship is exquisite. It is possibly the finest crossbow you've ever seen in your life. I don't buy that shit for a second. Now, it's not mechanical. Yeah. But as far as as far as a traditional crossbow goes, right. this thing is incredible looking and it actually has like this silver inlay on it and it has like these plaques on the side and you actually rolled high enough that you're able to read the side facing you. Uh, what does that plaque say, Nessa? The, the side the, that is facing outwards mm-hmm. says strike only when your honeyed words have failed you dot 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 i love him <laughs> so i mean it's it's i'm not saying it's pretty big but it's it function is more important than fashion and i mean what are you going to do if you need either way do you need do you have to put the body back at least shots it seems so hideous even easily so that oh my god levette stop critiquing his crossbow i say it's not that difficult and i actually sort of then like show the crossbow and i say it's got a built-in lever and i kind of show how um, so I, I know how a crossbow works you can see saying all right i'm gonna pull mine out <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's the lot itself. You don't even have to worry about that. You can just have it. Can you, can you compare crossbows later? <laughs> Kara speaks up. Can I roll perception to hear that? You can hear that. You're close enough. Anyway. Anyways, he got a nat 20, so. 20 anyway, yeah, so. Anyways, you heard that. Perhaps a demonstration would be in order? I think we've already seen a demonstration. No, you should not. It's not about <laughs> Jesus tits! But he says that in like a giggling kind of, not a snide way, just sort of like a, a tease. Very lighthearted. Okay, when we stop for camp tonight, you all can do penis sizing or what What? What? what do you call it, Vera? Measuring? What do people say? Do you really think that I am the one who says this? You're right. Petravian! Nessa, oh god, Nessa is like blushing furiously in the back Dick of the car. Dick measuring. Dick measuring. <laughs> Burr looks extremely confused about yeah, after Burr. hearing that. Oh wait, I wouldn't see it. He speaks up. Is is that something that you all actually do? It's a no. turn of phrase, Burr. Is this like a village thing? Oh my god. I'm not from me. Kara speaks. I am. Is it a village thing? I say to her. I, I'm not really sure. I didn't exactly spend a lot of time around people. Petravian's going to speak up. It's a guy thing. Did you just call that a guy, Petravian? Can we use him as a target for Zipanta? No, the turn of phrase. The turn of phrase. Calm Nessa's down, eyes have glazed over again. What do I think crazy? of Levette's crossbow? Well, Levette's crossbow looks like a repeating crossbow that has been heavily modified. There's a lot of gear assemblies on it. It looks very complicated. Too complicated. (laughs) There's no such thing as too complicated. You can always do more. And that's exactly the problem. (laughs) Is it scope on it and a fucking foldable stock. Would you say that it's tactical? (laughs) You say it's (laughs) tactical. I I do feel like it's necessary to say that you saw one of the plaques on the crossbow. There is another plaque that you see at another time. There is also one on. Also is a plaque. Nessa doesn't bother reading. Oh! What a a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) 
so we've been driving the cart for a while. I know we have at least one to two days before we hit Fushdorf Castle. Petra has a low tone mention to Sol as we're rolling along. He's just gonna say casually, are we going to gloss over the fact that I may have sort of mentioned where we're headed, but Vera overtly said where we're going? Yes. <laughs> Did she? I don't really remember. Huh. Yeah, Petra, I'm so sorry, babe. <laughs> I know you're not my biggest fan. Is anyone? Smile. <laughs> oh, God. But I would make a small request. Oh, boy. This isn't to, like, date Karis or anything, is it? I'm not no. doing this again. No, this is just cutting me some coughs. slack. Cut you some slack? No, I said some fucking slack. Are we talking about Karis? No, 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 just a second. I'm sorry, did you just swear at me? This is a request, not a demand. Oh, okay. It sounded kind of like a demand with the whole, I want some fucking slack. Listen, this is fantastic, fantastic conversation, but we should really have our minds focused on what's ahead. (sighs) You're right, Rather than just bickering. You're always right. I'm sorry. Thank you for keeping me cool. Sorry for touching you. (laughs) So lightly, like left their hand on Vera's shoulder for a second and then just takes it away real quick. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I hear from inside the cart, Nessa kind of just says out loud, he says, this seems about normal. Dwarven raiding parties, they fight all the time, usually with their fists. Petravian, look, I'm sorry, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's not helpful. Also, are you trying to get me in trouble or something? <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. Squinty-eyed. Hmm. Okay. Petravian, look, I tried to level with you at the bar before we went to the bog swamp place, but all you did was grimace at me and then, I don't know, play with your little toy, which happened to be Chisel. Sorry, Chisel. Chisel snorts. Yeah, that's about right. (laughs) Nessa makes a face when I hear them say this. It's like, play with your little toy. Nessa's like, what? But you're, you're not exactly the easiest to work with, Petravian. You're not wrong. I have told other people to be nice to you, and I have gotten you out of jail? And you're gonna talk to me as if I need to cut you some slack. And we're right back where we were. (laughs) Sorry. Try to stay cool. I'm just saying, out of everyone in this group, saying that I need to cut you some slack when I have gotten you out of some really shitty situations, even though some of them were from me, is really rude. And you're not invited to my wedding. Ah, <gasps> 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 uh, the world gasps. Corona can bring <laughs> your present. Oh shit! Because he's coming. Karis is awkwardly <laughs> looking out the window, just hoping this will all end. It doesn't. <laughs> it just never. This he is just the keeps pain on that going. Never ends. Don't think Cal. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> When you guys stop for the evening, you set up camp. Karis is going to ask for a demonstration from Nessa. Hmm. She's interested in seeing, you know, after your talk about marksmanship, she's curious as to how good of a shot you are. Oh boy. All right. So do I see a target, perhaps a a piece of hanging fruit? Uh, You guys are out in a, a wide open rolling plain, so there's not really a whole lot of trees or fruit-bearing objects nearby, but... I shrug and I say, what do you want me to shoot? 
I got this. Oh, you guys can shoot me. No, Excuse me? I'm not going to shoot you. Look, look, I've got the eye of the protector. Uh, that's still a very stupid idea. Come on, girls tried to stab me with it active and I was fine. He tried to stab you? No, he was testing it when he activated it. Is this because I shot him? What? Is he, like, mad or something? What the hell? I mean, he does like joking about it because it's kind of funny at this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I'm going to just build a, like a gorilla or something else that can use it. Or something smart. I am going to use summon monster for mm -hmm. build a D4 plus one mechanical eagles. All right. I'm going to have them like fly in place. Sure. All right. So cool. four of them. All right. You summon four mechanical eagles. So where do you want them to do? Present. Fair enough. Okay. Um, and I just want them to kind of hover in place as hard to hit targets. Okay. One moment. It would be stupid. Okay. See, I don't want to break your fancy machines. Or are they, wait, are these real? Or are they also like steampunk as hell? They're steampunk no, as hell. Like, and yeah. don't worry about breaking them. They don't look particularly well put together as it is anyway. That's supposed to mean. It means that they're going to fall apart in about thirty seconds. Motherfucker. They're better than their biological counterparts. Yeah, for about thirty seconds until they fall apart. While this is happening, Vera's going to be passing around these large engorged beetles to everyone, and she'll also give Petra two in case Chisel wants one. Nice sprinkles. Thanks, Vera. I mean, that's what I yes. I just like the sprinkles now. Oh, I'm glad you like them. Yeah, when I pretend that they're sprinkles. Yep, they're sprinkles. How? <laughs> it's good nutrients. Like, no matter how you look at it, it's mm -hmm. good. Mm, yeah, so good. Crunch. Are these live beetles? Yes. 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 But they're so engorged they can't move. Do you give me one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I kind of just, like, look at it, like, really disgustedly. Yeah, it's the size of a grape with little tiny little tiny legs that can't possibly touch the ground. Oh, jeez. Think of, like, a grub. No, it's a beetle. No? It's called Good Beetle. Good Beetle? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I do That's not eat character. it, though. <laughs> I have no intention of eating it, but I realize that, that it will die if I put it on the ground, so I just put it in a pocket. Like Shawshank Redemption. I'm going to nurse it back to hell. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I'm flipping around. I have a crossbow bolt, and I'm kind of just, like, flipping it in my hand, kind of, like, catching it, like, on the back end, then on the front end, you know, kind of when people are just, like, doing that. And I'm like... Oh, like when a cowboy flips their gun all trickery? Yeah. So, I want to shoot one of these eagles. And do it. Okay. He reaches his hand into the space that's kind of like in his shawl, and he pulls out a pair of goggles with those on. And I am going to fire. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Pretty good. All right. Um, Typically, when a person uses a crossbow, they have to go through the whole process of using a lever and pulling this string back and re like resetting it, loading the bolt in, and then firing it. What you guys notice is that Nessa is so incredibly competent with this crossbow that he is able to fire it in quick succession without the aid of any kind of mechanical leverage and is able to do it on the fly immediately. So, yeah. Nessa fires out two bolts that both strike true. Go ahead and roll two damage dice. That is a six and nine damage. All right. So, you deal 15 points of damage to the eagle and destroy it. There are three more targets. Sol is setting up the tent right now. They look over. Hmm. Vera is boredly eating the beetle that she has. <laughs> I target the next eagle. Yeah. There's your one. There's the one. But okay. I other a 31. So the 31's yeah, going to hit. Still... All right, cool. So that's not going to critically miss. So that's good. Cool. Gotcha. 
and that is an eight. Right. And that's enough nice. to bring it down. Dang. Should I keep going, or? It's up to you. I look to Lovett. Shall I continue? Well, no, I'm not ready to shot. We didn't start to this. You just started shooting. Lovett, are you going to shoot, or what? Yeah, I saw. I'll shoot the other two. Wait. But I'm not. We're not. We're compelling the weapons, not the marksmen. I've got all the things I'm doing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you, Still you, setting up the tent. <laughs> you, you you should this one. Actually, yeah. So I want to stand at the end of that range of your mind, which I believe is 120 feet away. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So you get very, very far away, and then you lob a shot. I want two shots, because it can. Oh, uh, you that's one hit, one miss. They're moving and small, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> Alrighty. Soul's just finished putting up the tent. Nice, nice. Good job, Lovette! Did I get it? Yeah, it's dead! You killed your friend! I can pick up the pellets, it's okay. Okay, just a sec. And Soul will walk over to Nessa. Hey, Nessie. Yes? I want you to try one more, but do you mind if... And Soul looks over to Burr. What are you doing? (laughs) I was... Never mind. He stops what he was doing. No, no, no. Actually, this may be a good demonstration. Just a second, Burr. What's going on? Yes, Sol. I've got a little something if you're planning on hitting that to help boost you a little. Mind if I help? He he kind of looks at you untrustingly, I suppose. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to inspire some courage on him. <laughs> you may go. You're ready. Very well. All right. Sol steps back, gives him some space. All right. He gets a little bit closer. He gets out to about 70 feet from his target. He seems like he's suffering from indigestion for a second, and he is going to belch forth a stream of acid that is going to strike eagle number four. We are having a dick measuring contest. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) That was a lot of D6. No shit the dragon's going to have the largest penis. So he he fires a stream of acid out that strikes the eagle and obliterates it. He uh, he wipes his mouth. Soul jumps over. What's going on? Did he what? Did you the other one just blow? So did that feel a little different with the added effect? Not exactly. Oh, okay. But thank you all the same. What are friends for? I've seen dwarven soldiers have spitting contests, but that was something else. Awkward smile. <laughs> hmm. I'm confused. I thought this was supposed to be a like crossbow competition or Look, yeah, Burr just wanted know. to join in, guys. I, you can't be mean to him. <laughs> I I just wanted to join in. I, I honestly don't really know how to use a crossbow. It it's was fine. we call it the tie. It was a draw. I bet oh everyone wins. It's fine. I think Burr won actually. <clears throat> I mean technically Bell won. Bell's the best does the best crossbow over that. No, I, I just meant the best in general. I thought. <laughs> Burr actually I mean, Burr, Burr actually puffs up a little bit upon hearing uh, that. I mean, Burr only got one of them, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there weren't any more. Levat, make more. Oh, give me like six seconds. Okay, but yes, Burr, you were probably the best out of all of us. Thanks for showing up. I'm um, I'm oh, sorry my. the effects didn't feel better. Will these pals have acid on them? I can only got like two of them back. <laughs> 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 Vera will walk over and just start spraying water on them. Thanks, Vera. No, 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 don't do that. That doesn't hurt. What? It activates the acid. <laughs> they get... You only have one part now. <laughs> hmm. Oh, it normally works. Well, nothing I could have done. Anyways, back. I made the tent up. It's, everything's ready for going to bed. Is there a campfire? There will be soon. I think I left Petrie to take care of that. Petravian, are you done with that yet? What has Petravian been doing during this? Yeah. I've been watching all this 
he tried to offer the, the sprinkle to Chisel, but I don't think Chisel liked the last time. But will Chisel eat it again? Will Chisel eat it? He does not. He does not. It's, for all intents and purposes, it's a bug, and elk don't eat I mean, first of all, false. <laughs> insect. Insect. Sorry. It is an insect. Elk do not eat insects. They are strict herbivores. Insects are no... basically like vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> they're all wrong. good for you. Yeah, that's they're why not... they're called good beetles. You're not wrong. The good stands for vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I tried. He just does not like it. I know what you mean. Everyone's a critic. I see. Uh, your sprinkles are wonderful. I know. Oh, why are you yelling? Well, not not at you. Thank you. It's more at the world. I like, I like them. I feel like you're normally yelling at the world, Vera. Sometimes it deserves to be yelled at, okay? It's okay. They're there, buddy. They're there. And so does air pats around Vera's face. <laughs> nice. Uh, but other than that, uh, Petra's just been watching all the <laughs> measuring contest. There's been a lot of hubbub. Did no one start the fire? It was always burning. Kyle. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> yes, Vera. I asked. I mean, something was going on. Oh. I assume that normally Vera is the one that starts the fires and stuff just because... Yeah, she does have firepower, <laughs> so... From that, Vera will go and get some wood or something. Thank you, Vera. I, I will you. retrieve my crossbow bolt. So, Nessie, that was pretty impressive. Oh, thank you. I'm walking, getting the bolts and stuff. Souls... Skipping up behind him, following. Uh, nice. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Been doing this for a long time. And you said you're like 20? Yeah. Wow, you're so young. <laughs> I know. It's, I don't know, it's kind of funny. Most of the people that I meet, uh, dwarves, they, they don't consider adulthood until like age 60. Soul starts to look a little pale for a second. <clears throat> yeah. Funny. <laughs> so I'm kind of used to this. Usually I have to shoot my crossbow a few times before they actually take me serious. Yeah, yeah I guess I can understand that statement. Most people don't really take me very seriously, Nessie. I don't know. You gave that big gray guy uh, quite the stern talking to. That doesn't make me sound big and powerful when you say stern talking to. You make me sound like my mom. Well, hmm. Nessa okay. shrugs. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take it. He stows the last of his bolts, and um, he kind of uh, looks over at the campfire. And one of the things I forgot to mention about Nessa is that his eyes are always sort of, like, roving around. Not like like a, a scared person, like, looking He's around scanning. nervously. It's partly out of scanning everything, but you also think that there might be an element of, like, boredom to it. Not like oh. that he's bored from the conversation but more just like he's just like always keeping an eye on things but then you know if he sees a squirrel then that's just a bonus i look at the campfire and i say say let's go over there all right let's go is is vera done yeah i assume so based mm -hmm. on that. okay so yeah vera will use produce flame and light each of the log or okay. whatever we have thank you vera thank you and that's what i do you do a lot more than that vera you keep us sane and well-rounded. I really appreciate you. Thanks so. You're welcome. And you make fantastic snacks. I do. Oh, oh, oh. I look at Nessa. I do. <laughs> I hold up the beetle and I'm like, how is he going to walk when his legs are this short? You're supposed to eat it, Nessie. The beetle's legs flex uselessly. They're making it uncomfortable. I, I put it back in my bag. 
Don't. It's gonna go bad if you don't eat it. No, I'm gonna raise him. That thing gave its life to help nourish you. Pull out a piece of hardtack and I start gnawing on it. What the hell is hardtack? It's like awful triple cooked bread mm-hmm. oh. that is completely dehydrated and has an extremely long shelf life. Mm-hmm. Very unpleasant. <laughs> it's a, like a very tough cracker. It's yeah. uh, it's wretched. But so you just sort of just gnawing on that, like. Like something you get at Applebee's. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got some rations. Who wants some jerky? Burr walks up to you. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of make a disgusted face when you say jerky. Do you think it would be all right if I slept tonight? Don't you normally sleep? Not every night. Oh, of course you can sleep any night you want, Burr. I don't normally have to, but I've been awake for quite a while. And Soul kind of gets up and puts their hand on his shoulder. It's okay, buddy. Sleep, okay? Do you want us to wake you up in the morning? Sure. All right. Sweet dreams, okay, bud? He nods, walks over. He's, like, looking at the ground, trying to, like, find a spot. And he just keeps, like, walking in circles, looking around at the ground. There he goes. (laughs) Soul sits back down next to Nessie. Yeah, Nessa is just, like, wherever there's the fire, he's just sort of, like, sat down. And he's sort of, like, with one hand, he's gnawing on the hardtack. And then the other hand, he flips out what you think is might be a pocket knife at first. But then it, it looks like... Uh, a sickle almost but like extremely dull and he just starts kind of like like gouging the dirt from out of his hooves oh i know what this is it's a hoof pick yeah yeah so he's just gnawing and doing this sort of like nighttime ritual almost Hmm. like very casually as if someone were brushing their teeth you need some rations karis no i was actually just hoping to keep you company i guess so Holds out their arm for Karis to nestle into them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Karis will sit next to you. Hmm. Anyone else doing anything? Should we describe our characters at all so that Nessa and Alex know? Yeah. Well, more Alex, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Would you A like brief some? descriptor would be great. I mean, I've seen tons of art of soul, but the others, it would be really nice <laughs> if I could hear someone about that. I'm briefly acquainted with Vera. Because Vera, they always have had a hood on the entire time that Nessa has seen them. We'll see. It looks like a demon. And she also has silver eyes, which I don't know how much Nessa's been with uh, a lot of humans in that, but it's not one that you normally would see. Otherwise, their armor is, it, it looks like it is made out of the husk material, like a wasp nest. Ooh, interesting. It's, <laughs> it's cool, but it's gross. No, that's no. rad. And they also carry a staff that the shaft of it is a black color and it is adorned and kind of encrusted completely in this amber and there's at the top of it there is a larger cluster of amber with a hole in it and it spirals up to the top very so lovette is three foot six she's got a uh long blue tailcoat with a i don't know what it's called a fur so um, no she's part gnome she uh has a monocle and like a leather corset and yeah, I guess that's all that you could own. Warm red hair. Mm. I'd say orange with her pictures. Well, yeah. I mean, orange is like the literal color, but I don't know. The fact that they are three foot six mm-hmm. uh, makes their accent all the more lovable. Portravian is a gray skinned, seven foot tall humanoid, purplish armor. Inlaid in his skin along his scalp are crystals that of a very nice seal blue color. He is an Oread, Earth Elemental. Genasi. Uh, genealogy, yeah. He's Only a Genasi. <laughs> I don't know anything about Oreads. 
like as a player or maybe even as Nessa, would I have encountered anything like this? Would, would I roll some sort of knowledge check? You don't really need to roll a knowledge check to, to know whether or not you've met one before. And the answer is no. Yeah, this is a strange race for sure. Yeah, I, I think out of all of these people, uh, uh, Petravian is the most sort of fascinating to me because it's just like, well, granted, um, more like granted. Uh, the dragon man <laughs> is even yeah. more interesting now that they just barfed up acid. I'm still trying to make out what that was all about. And you still want to make out with him. It's Am I wrong? Slightly, yeah, slightly <laughs> less now, but <laughs> it's still a net positive. He carries a very large hammer. He's got a huge hammer and a huge sack. Yeah. That's God, true. That's God. been established, yeah. And his animal companion is Chisel. He's known Chisel many, many, many years. Is it a real elk or is it like magical or something he is a real elk i would say yes to both yeah yes he's a real magical elk (laughs) now petravian's skin looks like granite do i think it's actually granite or is it just an illusion of do i think he's made of granite you can try start touching him it only if i'm close next time i'm near him i'll just give him a cell i i put that on my to-do list (laughs) all right Petravian. Karis appears to be a human female, roughly 18, 19 years old. Very, very pale, like an unhealthy level of pale. Also an unhealthy level of body weight. Very, very skeletally thin. Mm. Yeah, uh, white hair. That's about it. So, Sol has mostly strawberry blonde hair. One side has a bit of an orange hue on the ends, but they have one side of a very long bang hanging down on their right side of their face. Also on the right side of their face, they happen to have a completely gold crystal-like eye, if I'm correct, Beardy? Mm, yeah, it's it's like a polished piece of glass. Uh, it has a slight glow to it. It's very faint, but if you look at it, you can kind of see it glowing. Uh, they're also wearing a golden headband that has a teal feather connected to it. Their left eye, which is where the feather happens to be, also is the same color as the feather. They have a cape on their right shoulder that is this kind of maroony magenta color inlaid in the fabric itself kind of looks like a feather patterning to it. It's very faint, but it's there. And they also have their shoulders showing. They have tan gloves. They also have a rapier, a cutlass, and a lyre on their belt in different areas. They're also wearing pants and adventurer boots. And yeah, they don't have any more earrings on them. I forgot to mention that also on Nessa's belt is a climbing pick. Very Lara Croft. Hmm. It is for climbing, but also killing motherfuckers. <laughs> I also forgot to mention that Lovette is also wearing pants. I guess it's important. Same that with is Vera. She's got pants on, yeah. Everyone's got pants on, okay? Also, Vera has a wooden box, like a backpack kind of, that you will see swarms of bees hovering around, usually. As well as a smaller metal apparatus that's hooked to her belt that also has combs forming inside of it with bees surrounding it. This is so cool. I want to point out real quick that uh, both Archibald and Chisel both do not wear pants. Uh, that, that also but if, extend to uh, Petravian. But if they did, how would they wear them? <laughs> <laughs> we don't so, like this foot so, this foot. While you're all talking, uh, you hear a a loud thud uh, next yep. to you. Oh. oh, there he goes. Uh, even though like they have a hard tack in one hand and the hoof pick in the other, I sort of like fumble and like reach for my crossbow, but then realizing that everyone's cool with it, I'm just like, is what? Oh, I, that's he holds up burn. a finger, holds up one finger, and says, 
Okay, maybe that explains the acid spit. Yeah, yeah, he's a black dragon. He's our friend. Oh. He's thrown himself down onto the ground, and he's curled his tail around himself, and he's got his head kind of, like, crooked under a wing. He's a sweepy boy today. Nessa's like, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Go back to doing what I was doing. Point of clarification, by the way. Mm-hmm. The Travian is wearing a kilt. Nice. Is it a kilt or battle kilt? I forget. I guess you can call it a battle kilt. It's not official. It looks like he's wearing pants shirt. underneath it in his image. Uh, it's not. How does, how does Chisel feel about that? <laughs> I'm not wearing yeah. pants. Yeah, is Chisel okay with that? <laughs> Chisel has a saddle. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why he would be inclined to. Gosh, I hope you have some sort of protection under there for a saddle. <laughs> oh. A chafing. Chafing. Oh. Well, I'll do first watch. If okay. Whoever wants to sleep first. Soul stretches. Mm, I'm gonna call grow like normal before I go to bed. So I'm going to just wander off for a second and then I'll be in the tent. I'll take watch after you, okay, Vera? Right. All right, the soul wanders off for a minute. As you start walking off, you hear the buzzing of, like, the swarms intensify, and they start going onto Vera's armor. Okay. Like, in mass. Okay, you scare me. As a player, I'm scared. Soul's probably like, eh, it's Vera. And during this time, I'm going to create a hive apart from my armor. Uh, do you need to roll anything for that? It, it just takes like an hour or so. While everyone else is going off to the tent, he kind of just sits where he is. He sort of like adjusts his shawl a little bit to cover more of his shoulders. And he has his crossbow in his lap. And you think he might just go to bed like that, like sitting out by the campfire. He has no bedding or anything. Whatever floats you go. I mean, boat. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so glad Sol wasn't there. <laughs> I open one of my eyes and I say, I can take a shift later in the night. I see decently well at night. No, I think the two of us need to wait. So I can last. That's fine by me. We'll take the watch after uh, Vera. Okay. Time's going to pass forward. Uh, Sol's going to, after walking away from the group, lean into the ring. Gro, you still awake? You hear the sound of tree frogs. Yes, Sol, I'm, I'm awake. How is everything? <laughs> Good evening. Uh, we're hey. headed towards Glarv currently. I know that that you're on your way to do this, and I'm really worried. It's kind of strange here right now. Your mother is still freaking out. She's locked the whole town down. But I sent a message to her saying I would come back. I think she's pretty angry still. Okay. Um. I'm not even sure if I'm able to get out of town right now, with even with a teleportation spell. That's that's fine. I have a favor to ask of you. What is and it? You can say no. Well, I need you to do some research for me at home. Okay. Why would I say no to research? (laughs) Okay. Well, there's some... I have been told to be wary of Mother's intentions. And instead of just believing people blindly, I want facts first. All right. I want you to research and see... If there are any conclusive records of what happens to the Protectors after they pass on the Protectorship. And I need you to fact check this. I I need you to make sure that each incident matches up completely, or if they all seem, let's say, falsified in any way. I mean, they always just leave, don't they? That's that's what what, I thought, but... That's what everyone in the village knows, is that when they retire, they just go out into the world. Mom was acting really weird when I asked her about it. All right, I'll do some research, okay? Okay. I'm sorry. I can't be there to help you, but it's all I can ask right now. Don't apologize to me. I'm the one that should be apologizing to you. Why? You're all about to fight the most dangerous thing I can think of. 
and I can't be there to help. Girl, you're helping me this way. After I'm done, I'm gonna ask you for the results, and if they are what I fear they are, I think I may need to have a council at some point. I understand. I'll do my best to get this research done. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. Just be be safe, and (laughs) I'll be safe too. Alright. Sweet dreams, bro. Uh, right, uh, good meditation, girl. I'm gonna just die on the inside now. (laughs) He bids you a good night, and the line disconnects. Alright, I'm gonna check my pouches to make sure Nessa didn't steal anything. Okay. You search your belongings. I was sitting by him for a while. You search your belongings, and you don't believe that Nessa has stolen anything. You think everything you have is still there. Alright, and he hasn't planted anything weird. Not that you see, no. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go back to the party then. Alright, I'll take second shift. Are you still good with that? Is everyone going to sleep right now? Vera is in the process of, like, part of her armor coming off. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. Well, Are have fun with that, Vera. Hmm? Are the bees lifting it off? It is partly... The, the bees seem to be working underneath the, like, part of the armor, and then Vera is slowly and carefully, methodically tearing it off. And from what you can see, the outside of the armor looks like husks from a wasp nest, like maybe a paper wasp nest or something. But underneath, it looks very much like the comb structure of a honeybee nest. Nessa has uncorked a bottle of wine that he's pulled out from a bag that doesn't look like it was big enough to hold anything. He also doesn't seem to be rationing it. Normally when people are on the road, they might think like, oh, I want to make this last, so I'm only going to drink a few sips now and then recork it and then stow it away. But he's drinking like as if he were in a tavern, except, you know, out of the bottle. I guess he would do that in a tavern too. Vera sighs. Am I the only one that doesn't get wasted before they go on watch? I am not wasted. He hiccups. (laughs) Am, Am I the weird one? I'm looking at Petra. I mean, I shouldn't. Thank you. Yeah, I'll go with these weird. Do me next. Patrick cocks his eyebrow. Oh. Not my type, but... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the enthusiasm. Trying to meditate in here, guys. So... Sorry, I did actually make a bit of a mistake there. So, as you were checking your bags, there actually yes. is something in there that you do not recognize. Okay, I, I pull it out then. It is a small piece of leather that's bound with a with a strip of leather. I, I guess I'll open it. All right. Inside, you find a piece of parchment wrapped around another spherical object. I guess I'll look at parchment first. Okay. The parchment is a note. It is written in a very flowery script, cursive Do letters. Do I recognize this? Yeah, you recognize it. It's Siva's <clears throat> handwriting. Okay. What, what does it say? What does it say? What does it say? <laughs> it says, don't be such a stranger. Use this. <laughs> okay. And what, what is the, the object? So the object, it is this. A gobstopper. A fire opal. Oh, I don't know how to use it. Um, I rub it? You rub it and nothing happens. You have to eat it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know... I don't know, I kiss it? You kiss it, and nothing happens. I don't know how to use it! Is there instructions Nope, there were no no instructions. Motherfucker, Siva, come on! (laughs) Do you say that? Yeah. Alright, the stone lights up in your hand, and it's glowing. 
right now. Uh, hi there, it's Soul. I don't know how this thing works, so I'm gonna assume it's like sending right now. I hope you're okay. We just went camped. I'm about to meditate. Um, I'm not being a stranger. Okay, bye. <laughs> how many words was that? Too many. <laughs> All right, I was trying to keep track, but I couldn't. So it just gets cut off halfway. Yeah, yeah it... or at least a portion. I think camp, and oh. then the rest is gone. When, once you get to 25 words, the stone stops glowing. Okay, it is like sending. Cool. <sighs> All right. I guess I'll, I'll start my meditation then. All right. <laughs> I'm actually meditating this night, just so you know. Okay. Oh, also, I'm trying to give um, a breadcrumb to the good beetle. That poor thing. thing. (laughs) It's gonna die within 24 hours. But I don't know that. (laughs) We tried to to explain it to you. Right now I feel like this is like the bug equivalent of veal. Its respiration system is gonna collapse in on itself Mm -hmm. once 24 hours has passed and it's just gonna start wilting and turning into mush. Oh my god, Nessa is going to cry. (laughs) I believe this. (laughs) What do I do? Not like this. Is, it's a, just just so you know, it's going to be a horrible death for it, but you chose this. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. So That's you hear the a theme of this whole fucking campaign. Yeah. So you hear a voice in your head. Uh-huh. It's Siba's voice. <gasps> my waifu. Hello, Soul. Glad you found my little gift. I hope you don't mind me slipping things into your gear without you knowing. Stay in touch. Is my face red? Because you... it feels red. Are you sweating? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> sweating. <laughs> Whew. She just gets me bothered. <laughs> well, <clears throat> gonna try to meditate again. Oh, late now. So, Vera's watch. I need a perception check from each person on their watch. So, mm-hmm. Vera, please. That is a nineteen. All right, on nineteen, uh, nothing appears to happen on your watch. Let me go ahead and make a roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next watch, Soul. That's a twenty-five. Okay. You see nothing on your watch as well. All right. Third watch. Closing in. Lavette and Petravian. That is a real star of the show. Of course, is Archie. Mm-hmm. He's doing the watch and we're doing the talking. All right. Petravian and so what happens on your watch? All right. So I don't really like you that much now. And for some reason, you don't seem to like me. Some reasons kills and others. But it's not happening with the group cohesion. It's not something we can keep doing. And I don't understand your perspective at all. I don't understand how you could criticize me for some of these things because you don't fucking know my life. So I feel maybe I should fix that. And in return, I want to know about you. I want to know who you are, where you're from, what happened with Corvea, so who taught you how to kill things and what made you so fucking angry all the time. Deal? Deal. Alright. This is a lot to talk about. Well... I guess to start, my full name is Lorez Nieris Mikinibobran, and that is actually quite unusually long for a Nomish name because it had to be amended. As I guess you kind of have picked up by now, my mother is not exactly Nomish, and uh, parts of my family, the way a Nomish last name works is you combine your parents' names, but uh, enough people in my family were upset about the idea of this happening that they had me extended for my parents, I guess. And that kind of was the same for a while. People just kind of did not like me as a result of my mixed parents. And also, the, uh, because of the homoalysis, those twins that we took out in the warehouse, their grandmother had a grudge with my grandfather, and it got so bad that it led to like, that. And I didn't really want any part of it, but 
I guess it came and found me. I, I didn't think it would at first because those twins told me that they didn't really care for the whole feud thing either and that they would just, that they wanted to be friends to, to put this thing to bed and that's all I really wanted. But they were actually just kind of using friendship to manipulate me. They just humiliate me or flick me or sabotage my projects on a pretty regular basis. So they carried the feud even though they said they didn't want to. I guess so. I didn't really want to believe it, but in hindsight, it's pretty obvious. And besides them, my only friend was Moira. And maybe more than that, I guess I realize now in hindsight. And that was all in my life for a while. <laughs> but the thing was, was Moira. The Moira you met is not the way she was with. Um, her heart used to not function properly. She couldn't barely get up a set of stairs without collapsing, and if she collapsed every time, it could be the last time. It was really hard to deal with. And uh, through our schooling, we, are, we have multiple CC's projects, and I figured for one of these, I would build a device designed to counteract this. So what that thing does, it, it's it's complicated, but in amount terms, it drains this to Magical energy, I guess the soil of little things like glass and, and insects and rocks and uses it to assist someone medically. But it broke or is sabotaged or whatever, I don't really know anymore. And so it didn't really help. Did the twins sabotage this? Um, we never know because they're dead now. I don't know. Well, if they But they did. put on the coma. But she seemed fine. Well, for seven young years, she was not very fine. Uh, and in that time, well, some of my parents left. They, they needed more adventure, more than they needed me, I think. My mother left to show my grandfather the world so he would get this spark of life back in them. And then after they were gone for so long, my father went after them as well. So it was just me. I was obviously expelled for potentially killing another student, and I just had to off of selling my family's assets for a few years and then I guess I just got tired of it and I went thought that I'd had this romantic idea of returning as a hero with my grandparents and my, my parents and fixing all my problems. Obviously you can see it didn't really work out that way. I, I guess the reason you saw the Moira scene finally you saw her was because of Malgus, because of his sacrifice. Uh, she didn't just stay in the coma, she, she died. After I meddled a little bit more because I couldn't leave her well enough alone. And well, things were complicated. I'm not sure I should be the one to tell you. But suffice to say, Malchus realized that if we were going to bring her back, he would have to make a sacrifice. And I mean, he gave me my last moment of peace for that. I, I, I can always go back to that moment, so I thank him for that. Petravian's sitting there nodding at all this. He replies, I've only known one other halfling. They are a strong breed. Yes, you told me. How's this Corvairs? So, tell them, what's your story? Well, as you can imagine, I'm not from Bill. Not even from this continent. I'm from Proteus. He's sitting there fidgeting on the ground, mainly because the story he has is, uh, may con seem contrived, but um, I was not the child of those who raised me. They never knew that I knew. But my father was a was a military man, my mother a cleric of Eden. They tried to instill peace but protection in I don't know all the details as to why my but my father was honorably or dishonorably discharged when right around when I was 
I guess, born. So, unfortunately, I feel like I may be the reason. I grew up with them isolated in the pretty much the wilds. And as I mentioned, Corcoveus, they were my only friend. We He starts getting rather quiet because uh, he continues on saying, towards my 25th birthday, uh, my mother told me to go into the woods and to go search for a walnut tree. I don't know why she asked me to do that, but I came back only to find the entire home in flames. You see? My father was crucified with the word traitor carved into his chest. I did not find my mother. From there, I left. I took the armor, I took the hammer, and I went into the military. That is all I knew. Being brought up by a military man, that is the only thing I could fall back on. I entered into the Protean army, served for many, many years, and honestly did some things I'm not proud of. I can regale you later on those at the appropriate time, but suffices it to say I left. I left with the help of Corona and trained as a paladin. As one of my duties, I was called to protect this group. And Corvaeus died with his fire as well? No. No. Corvaeus was... At the time, I didn't know what a halfling was. <laughs> I didn't know. When I ran, I lost all hope of ever seeing him again. But in a happenstance, I saw him one last time in a halfling... I guess it would be a colony. I think it would be the best way to, to, to describe it. It wasn't like what you know, I believe, as the Merry Valley. We were called to remove it, and when I saw what we were doing, I, I turned on my brethren to protect the small. Did you succeed? At great cost. Okay. The halflings did survive and fled, but so too did must I. What would you do if you found out they were dead now? Or better yet, if you found out they were alive, that they were something, or he was something else, something terrible. It would break me. One thing, perhaps a more pressing question. Did you ever find out who crucified your father? No. And what I would you do if you had? The me of then, or the me of now? No. You know, if you have right now, if I plot this man or woman or whoever before you, plenty for judgment. Are you telling me that you would not ask for that judgment? I make no pretense that that was what happened to Alan's at my house. I know that was not my motive, but that is what you are judging me on. I was selfish, is all I can say. I cannot imagine all the things that you must have felt at that time. I'm still having a hard time imagining it, so... We can find common ground in knowing that judgment comes in one way or another. I am sorry. I don't, you don't need to be sorry. I just want you to understand. I understand that what really happened there was I condemned, as I have condemned two innocent people to death, then faced the idea that one person, like the one person that did care about me, was something horrible. That just kind of revealed how horrible of a thing I am. I kind of pull out my other pair of arms as I say that, wiggle my fingers around. I don't remember if Petravian has seen those. At the time, I think he was at the bar, and he wasn't he wasn't uh, privy to that interaction. Personally, I don't think you need those. We'll see. So, what makes you invested in this fight of ours? The only, the, the cause itself, the savings world. I mean, after we killed Glove, the world still has dangers. 
but these people mean a lot to me. It's the only family I have left. So I want to know what you are going to be ready to do to protect them. As they say, fight to the last. Well, you know when to not fight. Sometimes they say you don't know when to create is a good thing, but sometimes you do need to know to create. Sometimes you need to step down. You're very proud, Travian. I don't know if you realize that. But there are bigger things out here than you or I, by magnitudes, and we can't talk all of them down and always talk tough. If you want everyone to respect you, you just need to listen to us, to what we are saying, okay? Petravian uh, uh, puts a hand out. I will shake it with the robot hand. Gross. Ew. Yeah? <laughs> okay, I'm thinking that too, but just like, don't want to say it. Petravian has it and kind of turns it over and looking at it and asks, what power is this? Wait, what? The power of technology? Why, why is everyone so confused and afraid of technology? It's insane. Confused, yes. Afraid, no. Well, good. I mean, maybe this in particular is not the healthiest example, but I needed some kind of reminder of what I've become. Well, this family that you adopted seems to care for you very, very much. Try it's not to sell yourself too short. Well, that's all I got. By the way, I didn't know I was going to be going into Petravian's uh, exposition uh, uh, so Welcome soon. To the bottle episode, bitches. Woo! Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. <laughs> also, Vera is currently face first in the dirt, just sleeping. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Ever so sorry. I Very thought soft. I was going to be the weirdo for not having a bed. Vera literally goes to inns and sleeps on the floor. Mm -hmm. She sleeps under the bed sometimes. Such trash. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying our exposition story kind of put you to sleep. No, that's just okay. Vera sleep. Gotcha. I was uh, misinterpreting that. It's like, well, I mean, my story is not that good, but jeez. Every minute or so, you hear a rumbling snore. So the two of you finish your watch. I need a perception check from Nessa. Soul's right. awake at this point. Nessa, he's moving around. He's actually, like, patrolling. I roll 23 per for perception. All right. Okay. In that case, the night passes without incident. The sun comes up, and you still being awake, you see uh, the black dragon wake up and kind of stretch like a cat. <laughs> Soul was watching you from the entrance of the tent, because I only need four hours to meditate. Watching who? Nessa. Oh, are we doing anything shifty? Hmm. We just Not met really. this person. How am I supposed to 100% trust that he's going to have our best intentions while we're all sleeping? That's a very good point, and that's very safe for you to say. No, he is sort of like analyzing people as he's walking around. Uh, mainly Vera. He's very perplexed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, with, with all the flies going around Vera, it looks like there's a dead body on the ground. <laughs> he just sort of shakes his head incredulously, but shrugs. Just like, okay, if it works for them, then I gotta try it sometime. I will, I will also say that as Vera is sleeping on the ground, her armor looks completely different right now. It is a beautiful amber to honeyed color. Before it was more of a grayish kind of brown, the husk, but now it's purely like the comb structures. Yeah, it's sort of curated a bit. I do sort of size up various people's bags, but I just kind of, he's hes patrolling. Yeah. So the entire hours that Nessa has for the watch has not said anything. They're simply just sitting in the entrance watching him. Okay, so you're not being particularly stealthy. 
No, no. They oh. they are a commanding person. They don't think they need to be stealthy in that instance. They're simply asserting that they're there, but they're not going to stop you currently. Oh, okay. In that case, I'll be on my best behavior. <laughs> Tifo's for dominance. But yeah, I mean, Nessa is, he's taking this seriously. He's actively patrolling. He's looking around pretty diligently. Like earlier, he seemed very calm and sort of whimsical. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be a, a business mode that he has. <clears throat> Good morning, Nessa. Good morning. How did you sleep? I and didn't I'm, sleep. Wait. Ah, then what do you do with all that extra time? I watched you. I noticed. I know. But sleep is kind of nice and relaxing. I get nightmares oh. when I sleep. When I when I sleep sleep. Eight hour thing that most people do. Uh, and I'm not sure if I should be um, sleeping right now. There's someone who talks to me in my sleep and uh, I need a break. Nessa nods knowingly, like kind of somber. Like, yeah. Wait, does someone talk to you in your sleep? No. Oh. I've <laughs> heard that story plenty of times, you know. You're very peculiar. But he sort of brightens a little bit, as if to divert the topic. Says, but you hear all sorts of crazy stuff in taverns and everything. Great, you think I'm crazy. Cool. I'm oh. gonna go talk to Burr now. Bye. Soul changes on a dime. Good morning, Burr. Did you have a good sleep? Uh, yes. That was refreshing. Good. I'm glad. Feel better? A bit. Thank you for not killing me in my sleep. Why would I? We're friends. He gives you that same look. He gives every time you say that. I'm going to say it every single time until you learn. I suppose. Soul holds out their hand and smiles. He looks at it like it's a puzzle, thinks for a moment, and then tries to, to reach out and shake your hand in one smooth gesture. Oh. It's still not right. It's bad. <laughs> but it's bad in a different way. He does the salmon. Hmm. You're getting there. Here, why don't you hold out your hand and I'll do it how I would, okay? He holds out his hand. Sol puts their hand in his and gives it a firm shake and holds it for a second and smiles and then gently releases. I think I'm missing the nuance of this gesture. Just... Look, I can teach you... I can teach you all what's necessary for looking like a squishy, gross, fleshy thing. Mm. That's if you want to. Perhaps. I smell a Disney transformation. But in the meantime... I'm going to say you're my friend, and that I am yours, and we will coexist in harmony. What? Why are you laughing? Because I was like, they're going to say harmony. They're going to say harmony. They're going to say harmony. It's like the power it's like of the friendship. Perfect word to follow that up with. Okay. Hmm. This is a strange situation, but very well. All right. I'm going to get the cart ready for the day. So. Go say good morning to Karis. <laughs> Soul leaves to prep the horses. He goes over and kind of awkwardly sits down next to Karis, who's still asleep in the tent. <laughs> it is now the morning of February 25th. All right. So is everyone awake then? All right. So Vera wakes up with just dirt covering half their face, <laughs> which which is nice because it covers up the blood that was around their eyes for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Some good shit right there. And they're currently carrying a... Strangely shaped nest, mm -hmm. like a basketball. Who's carrying it? I, I nod appreciatively. Just like, I like your style. I'm, I'm pointing at the dirt on your face. Where did you get all your stuff? I mean, I guess it's, there's not even trays on here. On my stuff? I mean, I don't know. It's not crazy stuff. It's just, there's like not even trays out here. Did you, was that always there? I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about, Levette? 
Don't, don't, don't worry about it. And Vera's going to put the hive in the corner of the cart. Really? <laughs> nice. Is it full of bees? For you to find I'm out. I'm busy brushing the horses as well as picking their hooves currently. Watch it, nice. Is there any I trees that. Not really. Yeah. So it's going in the cart right now. <laughs> Inside the cart, like the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> if I put it on the outside, it would move around and stuff. <laughs> Listen, okay, so this is everyone else's problem. Oh my god. <laughs> not Soul and Vera's problem. I mean, this is true. <laughs> At least it's not bothering Soul. I'm not going to, I'm going to sit. Not in that seat, for sure. <laughs> I'll sit next to it. I use it as an armrest. Horses are almost done, everyone. We ready to head out soon? What, cooking horses? Sorry. <laughs> We only need three to pull it. (laughs) Look, there's Rain, Kaya, and the other two. One that was named by Levette and one that was named by Marcus. And I just don't remember their names. Oh, dude, I don't even remember their names. I I did not know that they named them. Yeah, Yeah, I I remember. I'm pretty sure I just gave them a fancy name. I named mine Bob, but everybody said no. That's a sheep's name. What? Bob. Mm. I find that offensive. It's not a, a firearm or crossbow name. That's the important thing. So... Unless you guys are going to do anything out of the ordinary, we don't really need to go into the minutia of packing up the, the camp. Okie dokie. And your party is going to travel. You're going to be able to camp again on the road. You can travel about this far and camp just to the north of Fuchdorf Castle is so you it... can reach it the morning of the following day. Right. Is it in view as we camp? Well, it's kind of a hard shot, but yeah, you could probably see it on the horizon. Okay. I mean, I can look at it through my scope, but I'm going to scout it out. Well, I guess I'll wait till we're camping so I can communicate with the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we head out in the morning, I think we should make a plan. And before we make a plan, I have, uh, well, uh, let me put it this way. So, hmm? Yeah, what's up? Can I make those? I'm going to flick a little switch on my gauntlet. An compartment slides open and a pair of mechanical beetles come out. And I'll have them fly off towards the castle. I'm going to use insect scouts for them to investigate it. Give us as much information as they can. Do you want me He'll... to ask him? Okay, but I invented some. Soul takes out their fire opal. Alec? <laughs> the fire opal begins to glow. It works for more people. Bullshit, I need to use a spell slot for this. Hi, Alec. Haven't heard from you. Said you would call in about a week. It's been more than a week. Hope you're okay. Uh... Can you do this one thing that Levette Sorry, does? Sorry, Kai. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I did that on purpose. And Sol goes through the whole thing where they explain what Levette's doing. The, the stone has stopped glowing a while ago. Oh. Did I break it? Oh, shit. <laughs> it has like ten total uses and you used it explaining this thing in detail to Alec. Oh. So he was like, what the fuck? I should ask Siva how this works, shouldn't I? Siva! It begins glowing. How many times does this work? Does this, like, have a limited use? Also, hi, hope you're well. Miss you. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know if I counted it right, but I think it came out to I love, and then it stopped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Love <laughs> what? A moment later, you're going to get a response from Siva. Is that how you asked how it worked? Yeah. I called is, Alex is that... first, though. I was just worried. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get a response. When your new boy be dead and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say. <laughs> oh no! Oh, you got you got some more. That's not the point. <laughs> I'm sweating now. Mom, spaghetti. Message is: sending spell three times per day, recharges at dawn when sunlight strikes it. 
Say the name of the target, then speak 25 words. What's that exact? <laughs> that, was, that was 24 words. Nice. Well, but I haven't gotten a response from Alec. Are you still holding the opal when you say that? Yeah. It begins to glow. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to call him again. Fuck. Um, uh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to call you again. But now I'm actually concerned that you're not okay. So I hope you're okay. Uh. All of that goes into Levette's mind. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. What's happening? Is it? Is it Brooklyn? And you go to the page with the runes. You hear it twice like an echo where it's, it oh, sounds geez. awful. What, what is going on? So now the next 25 words that Lovette says get relayed back into something. <laughs> <laughs> Her just freaking out. Oh, see, I didn't know if the person had to have another fire opal to respond back. That's not good for, uh, <laughs> for Alec. So is the, do you have a sending story or something? Did you send me a message? What is going on? No, I got a present from Siva that helps me talk to people three times. Oh, I could, I could have taken care of that, but okay. Yeah, but I don't want my mom yelling at you in the future. I mean, I'm, I'm okay Notably, with it. Notably, this was a gift, so I didn't buy this. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I would have relied on you. But now we don't have to worry about that. But, I mean, it would have been weird if I told you to tell Siva that I love her through messages. I, yeah. I, I guess so. Anyways, I'm gonna put this opal away. Back there, like... A Fushdorf Castle t-shirt, and he's like, yeah, uh, while you guys were talking, I figured it all out. It says Fushdorf is for lovers. <laughs> <laughs> We've already been there. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, tapping my foot and kind of looking at a non-existent pocket watch, like, those bugs are gonna be back anyway, then, no? Are we currently still we're, approaching? No, no, we we're stuff? camping. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's now the evening of the 25th. So... Several many miles away. It's about twelve miles away, so it's right on the horizon. Okay. Okay. So. What's um, happening with the scouters? Yeah, I will. It looks like I just looked up the thing. I have to roll a die for d six hours for them to get back. Five hours. I I swear I thought you were asking what the scouters said about their power levels, and I got a little bit scared. <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm just angry. <laughs> but what does it say? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the evening passes. See, so Levette rolled a D6 to determine the duration of the spell. I rolled a 5. You rolled a 5, which means that they're going to last 15 hours. They have a travel speed of 1 mile per hour. Oh my god. You are 12 miles from Fuchsdorf Castle. Scouts never return. <laughs> <laughs> 12 miles, really? Damn. All right, I'll send him again tomorrow. <laughs> Two miles closer. Jesus. And in that time, Vera's probably training a bit. Mm -hmm. And if you look, part of her hand and arm is pure black. And they're kind of testing out trying to cast a summon creature spell. Summon a right. bumblebee. If no one has anything, then we'll just camp the nope, night and do the shit. Good. It's a big day. February 26th, year 763. This is the day that you arrive at Fuchsdorf Castle. This is the day that you may be have your final showdown on the door Garth isn't there but he wasn't there oh. when we got there last time part we should plan it's just like man i'm so happy to have a, a long and fruitful life and then he just gets killed first session this was his choice yeah it was we warned him several times he's all like 
you don't take me seriously. It's like, okay, well, I'm just, we're just telling you, buddy. Uh, we didn't really plan at all. I mean, I guess because yeah. the scouts didn't come back, but we should come up with a plan. I could go ahead and scout it out. We've already been there before. Yeah, we, we've been there all before. But we did not explore the entire castle. So this is what I plan to send the scouts for. I might give them a second go when we did that before, so. Guys? Um, yes? I would like to try to talk to Glar first. I really don't think that's a good idea. That seems Why very not? dangerous, so. I know, but it could help me distract him while you guys get in position in case things go bad. But just being in the presence of the ring, he will be weakened. But I would like to try to talk and maybe talk him down. He used to be a good person. We all saw that. His intentions were to unite a nation in his world. That he used some kind of evil magic to bring about. He didn't know the consequences. But the consequences happened nonetheless. Yes, but I just want to know why he sides with the enemy when the enemy made him eat his own beloved wife. I don't think that's Glarv anymore. I just want to try. I won't be too close. I was the only one who really talked with him anyways the last time we were there. And what's going to stop him from lying? From making you think that he is innocent? I was planning on offering the same thing. And I think it's pretty clear now. You all would not go for it because I don't like this idea at all. Solar just raises their <laughs> hands in defeat. You're not even gonna let me try? The Wait, last time we just went in guns blazing, we literally killed people. Isn't that the intention? Sounds like we're here to kill people. Look. You told oh. us that this person could aid in destroying this entire world. So, yes. no matter how this turns out, it sounds like we have to kill him, even if he seems to be able to change. How can we know? He ate his own wife. Soul is slowly holding themselves, one arm's holding their upper arm while one hangs, and they start looking away and start looking like they're curling into themselves slightly. Oh. So, hey, we just don't want you to get help, and we don't. Still, is a time when enough is enough, and you just have to take action. I thought about sending him a message about this, but I think we do not want him to know we are coming, if we can help him. I think we should stick together and keep an eye on each other's backs. You can try and talk to him when we get there, but we're going to be ready to attack. That's fine. All I asked was that I could talk to him for a second. If there is an opportunity to attack, we are taking it. I will have the Eye of the Protector ready, too. Okay? Good. Just... You know, last time he almost ate Alchi. He almost ate all of us. Yeah. Oh. He's going to be weaker. Nessa. Yeah. This guy turns into this giant demon, tons of mouths, terrible. It's fantastic. Yeah. Does not smell good, is all. That's true. Oh. He looks fine in his human form, though. You're talking about he smells bad. Once he <laughs> And now he's a goopy monster. No, it just goes back in fouls. He, he can look normal, but he can also look gross. And we don't know if his cute mates are on our side or on his side. I think I've pretty much pieced together enough what I need to know. Bad guy. Too many mouths. It, it, um, when he's not many mouths thing, he looks kind of... It's hard to say, like a famous stage belt, you know? It brings a name to mind, but I don't know why. Oh. You think a, he looks like Biff? No, not like Biff. Like a... a what is the name of the belt? Travola? Tra it'll come to me when I see him. 
<laughs> Sounds like a stupid name. I only know one bard that's great. Biff? No, me! <laughs> and I say, oh, when I you mean, say that, I'm like, but I think you're better. You were like, ah, oh, I know one bard that's great, and Ness is just like, Bajorn the Entertainer, the best guy in Magdaral. <laughs> you're talking about him, right? <laughs> Who? Who's Bajorno? Oh, there you go. I'll tell him that later. <clears throat> Y'all will see how amazing I am after I play today. Just saying. You're all amazing. I give a thumbs up. So, how are we going about this, though? Are we just going into the front door? Punch out the waitstaff? Um, no, I, I, I don't want to punch them out. It'd be nice. I, I could know who they're scout serving. out a side entrance. It's covered in a tall gate. Well, I, I, if we get a little closer, I can send out my scouts. So is it the ones from yesterday, and they can bring us much information. And Hummel didn't see anything last time we were there. There's no way to really get in. The taller stories, their windows were completely blacked out. I think, Lavette, didn't you go into yeah. one? One of the windows? I went into one of these windows. Uh, it, it did room, how do you say, exploded, but I got this book. Hera has the book. Well, your book, that book. Oh, right. I guess we have nothing better to do until we get closer. Redeploy the scouts, you know. And... Is it the plan we want to do? It could take a little bit of time. It's not okay, so... Look, if that's how you guys want to do it, that's fine. As long as you understand that I will try to talk to him. Okay, so you'll not make your exclusive. If anything, we can find good hiding spots to attack from. Um, right. I know you say that there's only one entrance, but I can still go ahead and he try and scout it out. when we get there. He has the whole place sensed. I don't want you uh, going in there alone and having him just crack of lightning appear and then ba 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 you're eaten. Uh, yeah, alright. Again, we've been there before. We know how to get in. It's just through the front door. So we've come like two to four miles closer. Okay. So we get closer. You get close enough to actually have the spell function, so within five miles. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, you cast the spell, you send out your insect scouts, and they return with information on the layout and, and the way this works is that anytime you make a failed check you get to re-roll it. How many actual scouts are you able to summon? One scout for four levels, so two okay. scouts. Two. Yep. So that's two failed uh, skills you can re-roll. Okay. Here's the Excellent. map. You guys have been there before, so I'll just push it and see if that works or not. So there's your general layout of the area. Alright, that works. That's enough that we can plan from so now that we can, like, now that we're looking at it Remember, there are guards at each corner of the fort. On, on the top of the On the top structure. of it. Right, we're going to have to find a way in, aren't we? Uh, again, front door. There is a door. There's a, a little river gate, but that's also... I can take the door down again. It wasn't that hard last time. It's true, but... Well, he's just... going to want to talk once you bust his door down. Knock, knock, bitch. Oh, I have a feeling he'll want to talk. That might just sort of... All right. Yeah, most of them are on the wall. The castle itself is mostly staffed by a butler and a couple of maids. Um, and I think that's all who's actually let into the castle. Unless um, he's eaten them. That's true. And, he probably yeah. eats all the people who look like Karis. Could I investigate? Yes, you can still you can investigate the, the castle if you'd like. I'm going to need a stealth check if you want to try to sneak up to the castle. 30. You sneak up to the castle. Make a perception check. 31 perception. Yes. You look through the area and you notice that there are four watchtowers, one built into each corner of the building. You can see people standing in them. They've got longbows and they're kind of just keeping a lookout over the area. None of them have noticed you. 
how many are we talking about? Uh, it looks like two per tower. And how well equipped do they see? Uh, they're wearing like military uniform. They look more ceremonial than actually protective. Okay. This is not like the, the golden standard of soldiery. Well, they're not They're not wearing like metal armor. Yeah. How tall is the wall, by the way? I'm just curious. Uh, 15 feet. Okay. So it's not something that I could see over. No. Okay. The, the structure within, how many stories tall is it? Is it just the one? Does anyone recall from last time? I know it's at least um, two stories tall, but I don't know if we did, ooh, if I said... Building? I thought it the... was more like really, really tall past two stories, because sto- the second story was the only... I think Levesque got to the third story or something? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure I went like to the third. Is there any way with the height of this structure, is it possible that I can see anything through any windows? Well, what's interesting about that is what you notice is that all the windows have been blacked out. Almost like someone has painted black paint over the windows. And Bear had told Nessa about that. That's true. Okay. Well, Is one of them still a crater? No. no it appears the building is in good shape. Anything else like uh, side doors, weak points? You notice a door in the north wall, a door in the south wall, and there's also a, a double door for a stable. And those are the only three points of entry that you notice. Okay, I feel satisfied with that information. And so I uh, slink on back to mm-hmm. the others, and I report my findings. There are eight medium armed guards, longbows, not particularly great armor. They seem more ceremonial than anything. I don't think that they'll put up too much of a fight. And I say there's also a few other side doors to the structure, but soul is correct that there's only the one door into the fort what about any uh you know big terrible monsters i did not see any terrible monsters well i went also took with stone or bad style i'm not sure i just noticed that on the map in the master bedroom there is a cat curled up on the bed (laughs) that's the uh head servant's room ah those are my findings and i don't know i feel should we try and sneak up or should we try and pick off the guards from their towers honestly given his arrogance i think we can just walk right in maybe i'd assume so all right i don't know i mean if we're trying to talk first something like that might be necessary nessa runs his thumb over the plaque on his crossbow that reads you know use your words first basically so doing that that motion sort of he kind of seems to internalize it and just nods did you find yourself a good hiding spell i mean i feel like the one i was hiding in was pretty decent well preferably in view of the last time the dining hall was where shit went down i'm willing to wager it will be uh, at least involved in our showdown i feel like i would have been able to spot out a decent spot it would be have to be something that basically see through the front gate through the front door and into the dining room at the most far range. Otherwise, I would just be on the stoop, peeking in. So, Nessa says, shrugs, he says, yeah, I think I got a pretty decent spot. Well, are there any other, other preparations we have to do? Oh, while we're divvying up the potions, I'm gonna walk away and plant a walnut. Corona's walnut, specifically. Ooh, okay. Okay, you plant that walnut in the ground. And a moment later, it sprouts forth and very quickly grows into a medium-sized tree. In it is the face of a druid. Its eyes open sleepily. Yes? We're about to go to his castle. I see. 
Please tell me, is there anything else I need to know past having this ring and the stabby-stabby part? That's all that the heroes that managed to drop the other one had. They had the totem, and they had their wits and luck on their side. You're as prepared as you can be. Okay. So I'm scared? That just means you're sane. You're about to face something that's unspeakable. Something that's not from this world. You're facing something that needs to be destroyed. And if you do succeed today, then know that this entire world is one step closer to being free. No, you're part of this world. It's not what I meant. I'm more than part of this world, and you know it. Of course. Damn. I have something I want to tell you, but I want to be sure of other factors before I do. So Alright. I'm just feeling a little, uh... I'm having cold feet about my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-wedding jitters? Sure. More like pre-ceremony jitters, but you know. Corona, you've been around for a long time. That's true. Do you know what happens to the past protectors after they pass on the protectorship to their child? Afraid I don't. I've never met one. Yes, you have. You met my gr- the first one. Yes, that's true. But that was before and during her protectorship. Yes, but did you ever remain in contact after she passed it on? Afraid I didn't. My business took me many places. I don't always have a chance to be around for people's twilight years. I'm sorry. I feel very angry right now, but that's not your fault. Look. But I can I can tell you I've never met an ex-protector. That's what I was afraid of. Look, let's just hope that I can take care of this and everything will be okay. Hopefully I'll talk to you soon, Corona. Hopefully. Good night. He gives you a smile and the tree sort of does its whole thing where it grows and then drops a single walnut. Scoop that up, put it back in my pouch, walk over the group. Corona doesn't know what to fucking do. All he knows is that we need a totem and that's it and then we kill him. So... <laughs> do we have the totem? I do. I have it. Okay. Are we sneaking in though? He's not sneaking in. <sighs> Look, he's gonna know we're there, like he did last Play. time. So not puzzling, but sneaking in. I, I just like want to confirm before I start up the big guy. I don't think it's necessary. Let me pick off a few guards if they're gonna jump in on. You're just top gonna of kill us. those guys? This is just a job, man. It may, they may not even know. I flip the crossbow around and point to the second plaque. Initially, it had said strike only when your honeyed words have failed you and the other plate says dot 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 or when you have a good shot my crossbow says you got the mall <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize it was funny but now it's not like it. it's it, it's i like it at all parthenese is so weird it's a weird language it sounds so much like my mother's yeah that uh, um we're gonna stop talking about that probably yeah that's probably and then we should march in formation. Yes, agreed. Yeah, so, so we're just going to go up and knock on the front door? Basically. And I think we should just walk in formation so that if they try to get the jump on us, then we're covered. Uh, uh, I'll be first in case they don't answer, because I'll just fucking knock it down. Hey, Beardy. Yeah. If I look at Teresa's ring with detect uh -huh. magic, do yeah. I see anything? Oh, God. 
It's um Would it be spookier if it is or isn't magical? It's actually coming up as being non-magical. I think that's spookier. I think we did this already and and or something like this. Well I know all the, like the magic was eaten out of that world. I was just double checking before I put it on because I didn't want it to negate my other rings. Uh. Are you gonna you're gonna wear it? Like on my pinky? Oh, Alright. Why? Why? Oh, no. that's, that's great. I, I just like wanted it. to make sure right. I could hit him really hard so that he can't just like steal a pouch or something while I'm near him. No, you're fine. Alright, so you, you slide it onto one of your fingers. Yeah. And it uh Dude, I have gloves feels... on, you know that, right? Okay. I'm okay. just saying it feels it feels heavy. Heavy? Feels heavy. Ew, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> It has an emotional weight on it. Aww. Ew, you're gross. <laughs> what? I'm putting it back in the pouch. Fuck that shit. Put my gloves Bravo. back on. What do, you, what, do you mean, what, what's, what do you mean, ew, gross? I don't want it to be heavy. I gotta make sure my, preci- my precision is precise. You're gross? <laughs> okay. I don't understand how that translates. <laughs> I don't know. Someone saying emotional weight makes me kind of want to throw up. Wow. That explains a lot, actually. We just take our feelings, shove them deep inside, and never feel them and drink it away. Yay! Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, I- I'm wearing gloves, so it's not like you could see it, so I'll-, I'll keep it on my I don't like Soul being in the front for a combat formation. Look, it's just to open the door. Okay. So, Soul, you stand in like the middle between Vera and Petra, front line, you talk to him. The moment it looks bad, you step back. Behind you, we've got Olivet, uh, holding out one of the flanks, Nessa and Karis. I'm stronger and then, than Lovat. Yeah, but Lovat's going to drop Archie as the third front lineman. I might even be just here. A little further back. I would oh, that's true, yeah. Be here. Or way back. <laughs> Nessa's way back. And then we have, well, that would, I mean, I, that I guess makes sense, but just not keep our tar- formation tight. I think we could want uh, Burr covering the rear. Burr and Karis in the middle. HP out of all of us, right. So if someone sneaks up behind us, then we're not totally screwed. But he's also fast. If he like wants to get involved, involved, he's fast and can fly. So he can get around us, no problem. But having someone try and sneak up behind us and then ha- turning in fighting him would be a lot better than fighting Karis or Lovett. Or me. Or you. <laughs> And Karis, we should keep as close to the middle as possible because she's our new radial healer. I'm not sure what constitutes squishy in this game, but I feel like Nessa is squishy. We are a very squishy party. I I have an AC of 24 and the Eye of the Protector. I'm not that squishy. No, but you are, like, you don't have any reason to be on the front lines because you're long-ranged and you're support. As long as you guys let me talk to him, it's fine. Of course. Just just say the word and... I'll do my thing. Do we have like a attack phase or well so we can you can say and we know to spring into action and, I and get him off now? Out? Is that good enough? Wait, yeah. I mean he he knows he'll see that coming. You could if you said like what chartreuse, periwinkle, no no gazebo. It, get her. Get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get her. Oh, I love it. Love it. I know that reference. Yeah, thank you. It does. Thank you. That one person does. It's from Ghostbusters. I mean, I mean, okay, I guess. Like, if you something could sprinkle into a flies, you know, you say it's it's just my like lavender in here, and we're like, okay, sleep. Oh, Go. like when I tried to gall grow that one time when we were here, but he actually has a deflecting thing where you can't actually contact people. 
I I have no idea. Yes, I think so. This is kind of surreal, like to join in on the all, the oh, yeah, finale. Dude. On the yeah, I've it's it like, surreal I, for us too. Like I really well, it's real for you, but for Nessa, it's just like very very strange because it's like this is like the sort of like the, the episode one happy go lucky, and you guys are already like haggard veterans that are just like. <laughs> extinguishing a cigar on their bare skin and they're like i'm ready to kill we have this is your from some shit <laughs> yeah really <laughs> have you ever, ever fought a oh war <laughs> <laughs> um burr i don't want to ask this as a favor but rather just say if you're uncomfortable with doing this i understand i would just appreciate it if you did help us with this, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Also, if you don't want to, could you please just back out now, rather than go in and we think we have you on up, have our back. I don't mistrust that you would do that, but to complicate the situation. Also a reminder that this person remaining here could be a danger to the existence of this world. It's true. I mean, yeah, it's true. No pressure on anything, but it is true. Please stay. He looks to Karis, and Karis looks to Sol and says, "I'm, I'm with you. You know that." Sol holds team. out their arms for a hug. Karis hugs you and says that you all are the closest thing to family I'll ever have. And Burr sort of thinks for a minute. Well, not quite a minute. Thinks for a few seconds and says, "I'll do this okay. for her." Okay. Still got my favor. Me as a player, not soul. Still got my favor. <laughs> okay. Oh no, this this is even Stevens. Fuck. <laughs> he said it was for her. Yeah. This is for both of them. Hey, Beardy. Yeah. How do all these guards that are guarding react <laughs> to this massive entourage of forces coming at their castle? So as you approach the fort, the guards don't seem to notice you. They just they? sort of look at... They might be. They never really did anything when we were there either. Last time. You know when the fucking place exploded? They never chased us. The hell? Huh. They might be illusions. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is that we get up there, and then you do your thing, and then... I'm fucking... Can we do it? Are we ready? Who needs uh, doors, bro? Archie, Petravian, and Vera to be in the front, right? I think that should be our front line, yeah. Okay, and then I'll be in the middle, Lavette and Karis in the back, along with Burr, and Nessa, I guess, in the middle too with me? I would prefer to be way back, but okay. I'll just go and down and die, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's literally been the plan. We're going here uh, on a death mission. Yeah, that's slow. I just don't want to die. Let me die first, please. Jesus. Lovett doesn't want to see all of her friends die. So yeah, that's exactly. Die first. <laughs> 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 all right, I'm going to knock on the door. Just knock? You want to say anything? Just knocking? Hello. I'm here to seek an audience with my lord. That's what I called him when I was leaving as I flipped him off, so. <laughs> We'd like to talk to you about your true lord and savior. <clears throat> Malefra. You hear some clicking, and the door begins to open. And standing on the other side of the door is 
a well-dressed butler. Aww. Ah. Hi. Good day. Good day. Uh, how, how may we be of service to you? Uh, I think the lord of this castle is expecting us. Hmm. He, he looks sort of depressed a little bit, like just, just the, the barest hint of, like, sadness on his face. Yes, I suppose he is. Are you sure you wish to go through with this? I would like to speak with him first, personally. Hmm. Of course. Right this way. He turns and walks up to the front door of the castle and uh, opens it. Oh boy. Uh, formation? He then steps to the side and gives you all a crisp bow and sort of just stays there out of the way. Archie first, then Vera and Petrie will file in with Sol behind them. Vera will walk up and her skin will tighten and her face will split as he turns into the Vespid form. I will also activate Eye of the Protector. I'm going to put okay. Magic Bang on Archibald. Who just split right. open? You want to describe that? Uh... Yeah, yeah, someone's go for skin it. split open. So what? Vera can turn into, like, gets the chitin of, like, an insect. She basically Ooh. looks like a half-human, half-wasp. Oh, crazy. So her... It's kind of nasty. Her skin is armored. Her jaw is split in two and can be turned into mandibles. Ugh. Uh, it's, there's no kinda about it. It's straight up nasty. Oh. But it's beautiful. No. Blessings of Mellifera right there. I come in glowing. Yeah, literally glowing. Literally glowing. Green. Teal. I say to the butler, I'm like, you might want to take the day off. So, I've got some other answer. I will do the mage, the the mage armor and the magic fang beforehand. Those ones I can afford to burn. Alright. So, thanks. Okay, so you you push in the front door, and sitting at the far end of the table, yep. you see this guy. Hello, my lord. Welcome back. Have a seat. I, don't... I didn't think that you would all be dropping in quite so soon. To what do I owe the pleasure? I don't think my companions want me to sit, for one thing, so I do apologize. We're not very hungry. I wasn't going to feed you. <laughs> but I do want to talk to you. Please, let's have a chat. There are plenty of seats. I don't want to sit down. And I don't want you to make me like last time. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. I don't think I could make you if I wanted to. So, what would you like to talk about? Why do you help the enemy? Isn't it obvious? No, he, he gave you everything and then took it all away. That's true. He took the love of your life away from you. He made you do terrible things. Why do you follow him? You were a good person. He listens along and sort of nods as you speak. Yes, I suppose for a time I was. What changed? Well, I desired power. I desired love. I desired things that others wanted. I desired unity and peace in the world. And I desired myself to be on top of that system. I understand. well, you think that my motives were somehow righteous and pure. I suppose they can be from one point of view, but I feel like you're considering me more virtuous than I ever was. I don't understand. What's there to understand? If you desired all these good things, why are you okay with what happened to that world, to your world? Because I understand now. I understand the greater truth involved. Then tell me! He puts his arms back behind his head and leans back in his chair. No, I, I don't think I will. 
Vera will cast full strength then. Good world, good world, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. You, lovely people, are once again in my home. Alright, I'm gonna cast full strength on Archibald. Okay, you begin casting, you cast full strength on Archibald. He continues talking. Oh Jesus, he's monologuing. <laughs> That's fine. You're once time. again in my home, and you're once again trying to stop me, and I feel I've been nothing but pleasant to all of you. I've been very forgiving of you all so far. Look, it's nothing I, personal. I'm beginning to think at this point it may be personal. So, I have prepared something for all of you, sort of as a, I suppose, a message is the best way for me to describe it. I've prepared you all a message. Yeah, I heard you, but... Don't need to distract you, sorry. Just... Come on, get information. I start casting a spell. Alright. I'm gonna cast Iron Skin on myself. Okay. I guess I'll cast Mirror Image on myself. If I can do the Greater Evolution Surge, I'd like to. So, Levette casts Greater Evolution Surge. Alright, Soul casts Mirror Image. That's right. Okay, go ahead and make your roll to determine how many mirrors you have. Plus three. Six. So, six. Alright, one moment. So, I put Mirror Image six on your character. Uh, Karis is up. She is going to cast Bless at her party. Oh, of course. Mirror's going to cast Summon Nature's Ally five. Okay. You going for the Army Ant Swarm? Nope, I'm going for the Lesser Cataprism. Ah, okay. Okay. And the Cataprism, uh, it'll appear next turn. So it's a full round action to cast a, to summon. So I'm just going to set it there for now. What? And I'll, I'll place it afterward. And then you we can place it wherever you want on your turn next. So, uh, alright, so that's going to take us to Archie, then onward to Travian. Travian, what were you casting? Uh, Iron Skin. Okay. So... Now that you guys had your, your round to buff all the shit out of yourselves, his message is going to get delivered. So here's what happens. So he's sitting there at the end of the table, right? Yeah. And he's kind of sitting there calmly. Yeah. And the air in the room is going to start warbling, for lack of a better term. It begins to sort of warp around as beings begin to step into it. Oh, no. Uh-oh, spaghetti oh. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> demon bursts out of Vera's stomach. I didn't know you were nope. pregnant, too. <laughs> so two beings appear in the room. It's like a weird gremlin. <laughs> it is like a weird gremlin. It's a, it's, it's a man-sized weird gremlin. And two of them just appeared the out of thin air into the room. And, yeah, they appear to not be very friendly-looking. Mm, no. Not quite. A lot of spikes, and, uh, spikes coming off of them. A lot of, lot of barbs. Could say so, and then at that point that might be where we should call it an evening. Ooh. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or, if you want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic, go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time.